Welcome everyone to another episode of the Absolute Geek Podcast. My name is Matt, and tonight with me, uh, I have two very special guests and a very special Corbin. As we get ready to talk Crisis on Infinite Podcasts, our uh, review of the Crisis on Infinite Earths, well, the first three parts of Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover event. Uh, guys, go ahead and introduce yourselves. I don't want to steal your thunder. I know you've both been here before, but you know the drill. All right. Well, I, I guess I'll start. I'm there out dampening earlier, so I'll keep doing it. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> I am Max from uh, Couch Crunchers. And I am Mike from The Grizzle Geek. Yeah, the, you guys know Mike as uh, the the Grizzle Geek, the all knowing Grizzled Geek. <laughs> you know, you go to Grizzle Geek for the facts. For the facts, the that's facts. right. <laughs> it's true, man. Mike comes into our show and he's always <laughs> fact checking us. And you know what? I have to ask you live on air right now, man. Are are you just that knowledgeable about Star Wars, or are you like googling stuff as we're recording? I would like to say that my Google flu is strong, but unfortunately, I am that big a geek that. <laughs> That's more. I, I do have that information. Like you, you know, <laughs> I'm a pretty big Star Wars geek, and you know some stuff that I don't know. I'm like, dang man, I didn't know the name of that like blaster. Like you knew the name of like the blaster cannon in the first episode of The Mandalorian. That's from the uh, the old West End D6 role playing game, Star Wars. Ah, okay. I, I, I know that equipment list. I know. That's, I'm that kind of geek. That's awesome. But uh, so yeah, we are talking Crisis on Infinite Earths tonight, as well as other things. Kyle will be joining us. We're going to play a little bit of Switcheroo. Kyle will join us after the crisis talk, and Corbin will bounce. Um, but Kyle's just deciding to be an absolute pain in the ass and <laughs> doesn't want to doesn't want to get on because uh, he had doesn't he didn't watch Crisis. So That's sad, Kyle. I'm sad for you. Yeah, he acts like he doesn't know about it. But um, so Crisis on Infinite Earths. What were you guys' thoughts on on the crossover? Were you excited for it? Are you excited um, by what we've gotten so far? First of all, the fact that Kyle hasn't watched this is a crisis on infinite ignorance. Ooh, however, <laughs> I love it. I love yes. it. Um, but I guess since I'm talking, I'll just go ahead and say what I thought. I was, I was waiting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm, I'm loving it so far. Um, admittedly, the third episode, the one that just came out, couple nights ago has been my least favorite of the three but all three of them i think have been really solid um i haven't i haven't read the entire comic book arc um i've been i was enjoying it so much i did read the first first issue and the, the 12 uh, the 12 issue arc but uh yeah so far so far i'm really enjoying it man the cameos have been a blast like episode one and two had me giggling in my seat like I'm just sitting here in my office watching this, like giggling to myself because I was having so much fun seeing freaking Kevin Conroy as Batman in live action. Like, honestly, though, what yeah. was funny is I almost got more goosebumps when he was just speaking and I couldn't see him because I'm so used to his voice, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, as the character. But it was so cool seeing him in person. Yeah, I really, I really thought that Conroy's cameo was was huge. Um, all Batman fans, I'm sure, was like immediately like, "Oh my god!" Like, anxiously anticipating that. But for me, that was great. But you said it. All the cameos so far, even the brief ones. I mean, you know, you had the Batman '89 shout out. You had Burt Ward. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Titans Kevin were even on it. Titans were in for a sec. I like the Birds of Prey shout out since that really sort of started this whole CW universe. People forget mm -hmm. that was the show that was the first kind of DC affiliate type deal. 
Um, yeah. And it's been really, really good. The storyline, I mean, for those who read the comics, it's the same basic premise. The, the comics get way deeper and a lot more character notes and everything that the TV show obviously couldn't do, both for the compressed style as well as the fact that the characters are different and, and everything else and how they play. But I liked um, how they kind of basically got right down to it. And they've kept this like taut kind of storyline, not a whole lot of filler. Um, and I guess you really can't do that, but it's with like, the wow. amount, exactly. And with the amount they've had, it's had time for these character notes for us to better develop these characters. You know, I've been following the Batwoman TV show specifically and some of that, you know, her even being um, caught up in this after having gone for Alice and her having that moment with Supergirl, several moments where they're building their two relationship and um, Kate mentioning how, hey, listen, I've been in a bad space too, you know, my sister um, killing my stepmom and framing my dad and everything there just to connect with Kara more. I don't know. I really enjoyed that you're able to keep this just huge world-defining storyline and still make time for these character moments while not taking away from the story or making it feel like it's going on too long. Kind of uh, keeping with Crisis before we let Mike talk about his, I have a cameo right now for you guys. There he is. Whoa! <laughs> oh my God. Oh my goodness. <laughs> he is here. The man the that drink. Oh. Are you drinking a Better beer? Away. I Yes, I am drinking a beer. Wow. <laughs> Welcome, Kyle. I've downgraded. I wouldn't say that. I've downgraded. I'm drinking water. <laughs> I, I, well, yeah. I will say one thing, though. Has anyone had problems or, or, or wondered or why I feel like the music throughout all of the episodes has been louder in some cases than the actual dialogue, or is that just me? It's just you. I think I'm yeah. just joking. I didn't watch any of them. <laughs> yes, oh, I, I haven't had that issue. Okay, then it's just me. Jeez, my fault. Now I'm embarrassed. I brought it up. It's just whatever third-party streaming nice. app you're trying to watch it on. <laughs> I'm literally watching right, it. Yeah, whatever you're pirating like, it. Yeah, the CW app is atrocious. That's probably it's why. Cots. It's cots. The CW app is yeah. trash. I think you said it, Max, on Facebook. It's 45 minutes of ads. It is. You want your a forty-five minute episode takes an hour and a half. I can't do it. Yeah. I, I, I'm interested enough in freaking um, Crisis that I've just been buying the episodes on Vudu the day after they come out. Like, They're good. Three bucks an episode on DVD. Yeah. Well, they will eventually, but yeah. Oh, I mean, just straight up. Yeah, I get you. But yeah. yeah. Um, what have been your thoughts, though, Matt? I've been kind of quiet on that. Well, like, well, I was gonna let Mike go ahead and give his thoughts. I didn't oh, need to get cut Mike, him yeah. off. Oh my fault! Right, right. My fault. You don't care what I think, Mike. I didn't know to cut you off. I'm sorry. I'm 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 gone. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, I I didn't realize I needed Brandon Routh as Superman again as much as I did after seeing him. I'm like, oh, okay, that's him as the Kingdom Come Superman. Just made the whole thing. I mean, obviously, it's it's great. I, I love the first three episodes so far, but I think he was the highlight. Just seeing him again as Superman and mm -hmm. how he looks in that costume. I'm just like, okay. Yeah, and the I, fact I, that he's reprising that role, which kind of makes it Christopher Reeve Superman yeah. in here, right? Oh, yeah, probably. I mean, it clearly is. said several times yeah. now um, yeah. as far as the movies and what happened there, so I think it's perfect. Right, that makes it special. So. Yeah, I hope that they have him as Kingdom Come Superman more in the future. Oh, yeah. I would love if they I did like, a show off of that. Or something. I mean, because I mean, I can't. I know, but it would be amazing. Because you're right. Like, have him be the new. Um, uh, I forgot the actor's name, but the '90s Flash. Like, have him be the new recurring star from an older. You know, I like that. That's a good idea. You know? Yeah, John Wesley Ship. There you go. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, Corbin. You said something that good. I'm proud of you. Finally, you. Uh, it, 
You know, it's only been six months. I'm trying my best, Max. <laughs> Here's to another. And a happy Matt, new year. Matt's being too quiet, so I figured I'd roast you for a second. I, I, I you appreciate know. it. <laughs> that's that's usually Kyle's job is roasting people, so. He's been kind to me, but, you know, except when he's drunk. Oh, that's every show. No, <laughs> Oh, he's getting it. Okay, you know what that reminded me of, Kyle? The way you mixed it up. Kyle, are you that bottle? Are you wearing an Avengers hoodie, Kyle? Oh yeah. <laughs> look, at, look at this guy. Nice. Ah, I'm about to travel in time, bitches. Get me <laughs> nice. some fucking Infinity Stones. I'll be right back. Styling and profiling. I'm gonna go back to the beginning of the show, so I was in here in the beginning. <laughs> right. Go back and watch the episodes. Is that how you got that gentleman Jack? You went back to last week and yeah. and took it from time. Yes, sir. <laughs> there you go. Um, my thoughts on Crisis. I loved it. I've I've loved all three episodes. I really haven't found an episode I don't like yet. Um, I love the cameos. I love the twists that we've got. The different takes on Kingdom Come, especially the Kingdom Come Batman. Um, yeah. And I love the kind of the mix up from what I'm. What I'm speculating is you get your first look at really your first look at Tom Welling in in the Superman outfit when he's laying there in the rubble with the current Supergirl's Lois Lane sitting over top of him like crying for the death of Superman. That was Tom Welling? It looks a lot like him. Oh, I didn't notice. So if it's not him, my bad. But it, I mean, it, it looks exactly like him. Yeah, um, I'm leaning. Yeah, that's kind of neat. If, if so. I love like all the cover recreations just like that. Yeah, that yeah. was cool. Seeing the death of Superman yeah. like cover like that—that that was awesome. And I, I loved the, and I feel like as an old Smallville fan, that Smallville finally got the the ending it deserved, and yes. it, it got its just due with with that short scene. So, yeah, I wanted to see more, but I did like what they did. I, I enjoyed that a lot. But so, um, what's how's the pacing of it? How are they pacing this? I think the pacing is good. Like Corbin was saying it earlier, like there's not really been a ton of dull moments. It's not a lot of filler, just a um, good story, but there's still, there's still enough time to focus on characters. And I, I don't know, man, I've, I've been loving it. I'm curious to see where they're going to go with the next two episodes though. So d- did you read the trade or the comics before? No, I, I've only, I've only read the first issue. I know you did Mike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I think that, I mean, you, you have this, I, I, I don't to say crisis, so you didn't really have enough, I don't think you have enough time to kind of mess around with it. You only have, what, five episodes to really get this entire story across. If we're going into the comics, that was a 12-issue series, like, and each one was packed. It wasn't like these books were, were small individual ones. They were full, brim-to-brim with character development and story and keeping that talk storyline. no-name actors. Oh. And, and no name. You're funny. You're funny. So for them to do that, you know, you have to kind of cut to the chase. But I like the way that they're balancing, getting straight to the story and keeping that going. They've been teasing it all year. They've been teasing it since last year while still giving us these moments between Oliver Queen and his and his daughter, between Kara and Kate Kane, between each of their superheroes and their respective um, older I don't want to say doppelgangers, but the ones who paved the way. So you had John Wesley ship Flash with this current Barry Allen Flash, and they had their moment. Each one kind of gets their time, which I think is amazing how they're able to definitely manage the homage that we have 
come to expect or wanted to expect from this great series to these other older characters um, over time, while also still developing the ones that are currently going on, while also still continuing the story, which we already kind of understand is basic, you know? Um, worlds are colliding, they're being destroyed. It's a bunch of superheroes who have to save them with the monitor, and the anti-monitor's now in the mix, Lex Luthor. I like John Cryer's return as Lex Luthor, and yeah, that twist on it. And it, I think yeah. that him playing the Agent of Chaos in that is amazing. And it makes it something fresh and something different um, that it already was. So I, I'm really enjoying it. But I think for, for most of us fans, it's kind of what we kind of wanted to expect. We didn't really expect anything huge of, like, Avengers level. But for CW, for us TV fans who watch this every Sunday through Wednesday, this is kind of what we were hoping for, right? Yeah. And I like the fact that it has some elements from the actual comics, too, like the Antimatter Cannon and the Flash's Powering that they had to actually – the Flash's death. I mean, there's two major deaths that came out of that series. It was Supergirl and Flash. Flash. And we already got our Flash death. You know. And I feel like Oliver Queen's almost like the surrogate one for Supergirl. In that say, Although that know. twist of bringing him back was a nice, odd kind of side mission thing to me. I didn't really totally get why they him a Spectre. I don't well, know. Something, him a Spectre. That's what I thought something was cool. has to happen, yeah. though, because he, he still has like three episodes left of his show. Until like their series finale, unless the series finale of the show takes place before Crisis or something. So. Well, so I think it's two episodes because I think their Crisis episode is in January when they come back from break. So it's their Crisis episode, and then he's got like a two-hour finale. finale. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. so three episodes. Back, to the new. Oh my phone. Yeah. Sorry. No, no, you're good. You're good. I was just saying it's three episodes, but one of them's technically Crisis. So. But with him becoming Spectre now, so like I wasn't so I was shocked with his death right off the first episode. Yeah, yeah. but I feel I like he too. went out like a punk. I feel like he went out way too easily. For I kind of agree for the the Wait, way they built him it. up. Yeah, yeah, off screen death. Yeah. Right, and not lame. And then they yeah. come up with the idea to to drop him in the the Lazarus pit, and then they bring. You know, they bring Constantine into it, which I thought was cool. And then you go, they go to Purgatory and you've got Lucifer. Like that was they, cool. They have to go to Lucifer cool. to, to help obtain Oliver's uh, soul. So it's, it, it was really cool the way they've, they've set everything up. And I kind of felt like Oliver was going to be a bigger player in this than killing him off right away. But I, I didn't you see know, Spectre. I didn't see the Spectre twist coming. That was yeah, honestly, that's like my only disappointment is that Oliver isn't playing a bigger role. Like you've got Sarah Lance as a as a um, paragon, but Arrow isn't. You know, like I, I mean, it's it's fine. I get it. Arrow's on its way out, but uh, I'm a little disappointed. The guy who started the Arrowverse isn't playing a bigger role in the biggest crossover. Well, kind of. I, kind of, I agree. It's yeah, a I fact, mean, though. Though yeah. he he is though because Spectre is a huge part in the crisis yeah. mm -hmm. event. Okay. And I'm not as upset about that as, how, as the Jonah Hex that we got. I was hoping a better Jonah Hex cameo. He oh, didn't have the scars. Yeah, the no the scars priest. Jonah Hex. Yeah, I'm like, uh, that was the actor didn't want to wear the makeup. But I like that. <laughs> I like that anywhere where Sarah Lance was like, you're going to get these anyway, and she just cuts yeah. them. You know? Yeah. But I just feel like compared to previous crossovers, like Crisis on Earth X that they did last year, this has been just nonstop fun. And I think the cameos have a lot to yeah. do with that. Oh, yeah. No, I, I liked last last year's Crisis on Earth X. I think was a very good crossover as well. But this one is 
even better. Like this is definitely the best, probably the best thing CW's put out with these shows. Oh yeah, they've yeah. gone above and beyond. You don't think this would have been a better movie? Two movies? I don't know. I mean, I mean, if you had the budget for it, sure, it would have been a really cool movie. But but also, I think it's been really good too. That world building too, that story building. That you know, yeah. like, you said, like Max, I mean, Max, you know, it's all like making the movies and building that continuity and all leading up to that. The mm-hmm. CW shows have been doing this for 10 years now, they've been building up to this point. You know, it's been yeah. measured, it's been paced, a couple missteps here and there. But the payoff now is so much better than it would be if the movies did this. And let's say they did, you know, one more a Batman movie and one more, I don't know, let's say Shazam <laughs> sequel, and then they put this out. We don't have you that don't, equity, yeah. you don't want the DCFU messing with this. <laughs> keep, this, keep this on TV. There you go. There you go. That's a good point. <laughs> the DCFU. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, but what do you think? Okay, so my question, I don't want to segue just out of the blue, just an actual curious question. Like, where do you guys see it heading off to now? Do you think Lex Luthor is really that big, that much? I'm losing my word here. Do you think he's that much more of like a big part of this, or is it just like a really convenient way to use John Cryer to kind of get him into this next face off against the anti monitor? Oh, I think he is. Like that was a huge twist. I didn't see that coming at all. Yeah, no. I agree. He's going to be a big part. I mean, I mean, we're going to. Are we going spoilers? It sounds like. Oh yeah, for sure. So, I mean, he he freaking disintegrated Kingdom Come Superman to become the Paragon. So yeah, you took Superman out. Lex is going to play a big role. I mean, I mean that. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, yeah. I love John Cryer as Lex Luthor too. Like he He's might be awesome. one of my most favorite iterations, like of actual Lex Luthor, not you know the funny guy you know back in the seventies. Michael Rosenbaum's still my favorite, but yeah, my <laughs> biggest my biggest gripe with the crossover though is how they're dispatching people. So like Kevin Conroy, he gets yeah. ki- he gets killed because Kate Kane kicks him into a power generator. Well, here's the thing. Like, <laughs> he had to be dispatched some way. <laughs> he couldn't just kill over because of a heart attack, and they couldn't just leave him once he put the crypto. Yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> well, the antimatter would have taken care of him. I mean, his yeah. whole world got destroyed. What I was hoping they were doing was what the actual comics did. The whole purpose of the comics was to condense this massive whole bunch of worlds in down to just a few. Right? I was hoping they would actually have, like, when they evacuated Supergirl's world, I was thinking, great. We're actually going to have one world where everybody's on it now, right? You know, bringing her people over. I figured that's what they were going to use this series for is kind of like condense all these different worlds, have Black Lightning and Supergirl and Flash and everybody on the same world. That's what I was hoping for. But when they destroyed everything, I'm like, okay, well, it's got to come back at some point. So what? they're probably not going to do that. But that was that's what I was hoping. That's what I was hoping too. But the, the other part of me being a logical adult was like, how can you fit that many people on another oh, earth? Dad, being a <laughs> Overpop- overpopulation, man. How's that going to work? <laughs> True. <laughs> but I, I mean, every comic book. So yeah, <laughs> there has to be a way to merge it. Right. So I have to ask. So with the debut of Jonathan Kent, in in this series, are we getting a? Do you think we're going to get a Super Sun show with him and Damien to replace the Leaving Arrow? Oh God, that would be awesome! Actually, I, if they do that, I wish they wouldn't do it on CW. I wish they would do it somewhere else. Yeah, I'm I'm ready to be done with CW shows. This crossover has been great, but I'm ready to move away from that and move into the DC Universe stuff. For, I mean, all kind of run their course. It, I mean, they've been that, great, but. It Bat seems Woman like though they've gotten to a point of like 
you go into them knowing, okay, you know everything except supernatural. Shout out to my brother Lance. Um, Your twin brother Lance. My twin brother. You can't tell us apart. We look the same. Um, Is that they've got this formula, and it's just insert formula into show. So you kind of know what's going on before it even really starts. Like once you once you watch it for a few minutes, these CW shows have become repetitive, and I think that's part of the problem. Like originally it was awesome, and then all of a sudden it just like they just said, "Okay, we found that this worked the best at this time. Don't stop doing that and keep doing it." And I just I think that's what made me fall out of like watching Flash, watching Arrow, and then knowing, okay. The rest of these, you know, they're just following this same pattern, and I don't. I, I wouldn't agree. want that to be ruined with Damien and you know, super. I don't super sons. That would be John. That would suck. Yeah, I think the idea of a show sounds awesome, but I don't want it on the CW. I think half the intrigue is to see what happens after Fallout, what this landscape looks like after Crisis. And yeah, it, how everything looks. It looks like it. all of our yards here in Arizona. <laughs> just, just rocks. <laughs> rocks and dirt and just desolate. Huh? That's a good one. I mean, I'm going to push back a little bit. I think Batwoman still has plenty of stories to tell. They haven't even got out of this main um, LG-esque story that they're already doing with Alice and Kate and everything. There's something to explore there. DC, uh, the Aftermath show um, with Kevin Smith, they just did the trailer for the um, Stargirl show is going to be on CW that was coming from DC Universe. I think that there's time for shows to die off. Yes, Arrow's been going on for – it's run its course. It's done. Um, at Flash is quickly approaching that. Supergirl, I'm not really sure how much more you have to go there. So, yes, I think you can let some of these shows go. However, I don't think that that should be it. I mean, it's kind of uh, – CW has a weird identity. I'm not even going to pretend like I know what that is. But I think there's still room to explore, and I don't think all of the shows are over. So I don't know if it's cool to paint that with a broad brush. I think this evolution, this extent of this universe, this first phase or whatever, if you will, is over. You could almost do it like Marvel's doing to a lesser extent with the end game being of all of those characters. And now some of them will still exist, but we're moving on to other characters. I think you can do that with CW uh, and DC, if that's going to continue. And I think it will. I think there's like this weird mess between them, um, HBO Go and DC Universe, where these properties are kind of shared in a weird way. So I don't know. That's, that's kind of my pushback. I am excited to see, though, where it goes when this is done. Um, just because some shows, you know, like Arrow should reach their end, and others like the new um, Arrow-esque show that's going to be coming out will have its beginning from this event. Well, I think what's exciting to me is they tease you the Batman v Superman fight that we all want to see, but they're teasing it to you through Batwoman and Supergirl. Like when they're having that face off and Batwoman shows her that she's got the kryptonite, like it, you're you're like, okay, it's at some point you're going to get this it's fight. Kind of a bummer. Yeah. Why is it a bummer? Because you want to see Batman and Superman. You don't want to see the offshoot, the the B side, the the fucking the, the sixth man players. Come on, you don't want to see the. How the many of those have you had? I like <laughs> Cor- look at Corbin's face right now. I know. <laughs> Corbin's face is the best. You know what? When I go to see a fight, I'm not going to see the undercard. I'm going to see the main fucking event. So why would you sell us? the essence of a main event, but it's really kind of just the one that's right before the real one. Well, I mean, um, didn't we already yeah. see it? 
like, I don't even understand. Like, I get that sort of cop. At the same time, like, it's the CW's take. I'm going to stop Batman vs. Superman. That sucked. It did. It ended no, no. on a mom thing. Up. It was awesome. stupid. It was, it, was, it was fun for, like, 30 seconds. And then Martha came and just killed everything. It was almost like Kyle was directing it with the way they ended. So, at the same time... <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> yeah. All right. Nice. Um, Your mom's name's Martha? My name's Martha. My mom's name's Martha. And Kyle's we like... that. become best friends? Exactly. Exactly. No. But, um, anyway, um, I just... I think that... I, I, I don't like the tease... Only because you're right. There's no payoff there, and and they make and they make up, and I guess that's their own take on world's finest, and that's fine. I don't. I'm not against it, but don't actively promote it like it's something that we should keep an eye on as a storyline thread, and then diffuse it like that without any payoff on there. And honestly, to be fair, I'm glad there wasn't a payoff. It would have been probably too much. I think that in an event for like a mini crossover between the two shows on its own. I don't think that's something you could tie into everything that's going on with the crisis, all the inclusion of these different characters, all the deaths of said different characters, and the anti-monitor and the monitor and Arrow and the Spectre. That's way too much to go on to even have that. So I agree with you that that's a misstep in even teasing the thought of having that. We're already jam-packed. They couldn't have it. They have different name moms. So... Right there, you can't yeah, even do okay, it. Okay, okay. Everyone's going yeah. for that. <laughs> Your but mom's like, name's Karen? My mom's name's Karen. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> well, that would be the cause for fight. Your mom's name's not Karen? How dare you? know? And I pulled the kryptonite. But like, I also yeah. thought it was kind of weak that she pulled it out to show like what she had. Mm-hmm. We're like, and again, this is why you can't compare it to Batman or Superman. Bruce mm-hmm. Wayne, no way in hell would he have given up that. Even if he was going to be cool with, with Superman, he wouldn't have said, oh, but I have a way to destroy you. I'm just keeping it. And then Supergirl told, I mean, Kara told Kate to keep it. No, that whole situation, you can't look at it as Batman versus Superman because the whole thing wouldn't have happened. Didn't we it already? Would have been an uneasy alliance, and Bruce would have kept the kryptonite for a safer time. Didn't they already kind of figure that out, though, in, in Tower of Babel? They found out that he's got the the contingency plan for everyone and the everyone. after he had to use that contingency plan to say yeah everything. but it but, wasn't like he just revealed oh by the way i could end you if i wanted to like kate did to kara and then they did a nice second note you exactly. show the gun so you don't have to use it right well see, bruce doesn't even show the gun he just has it. that's true he doesn't need to. Meanwhile, here, here's what I don't like about Supergirl. I'm, a little bit of a tangent here. But Supergirl is the kind of hero that um, she brings out a big old bazooka and says, this is my weapon. And then you bring out a gun and she's like, uh-uh, we have to take all the guns away from you. There's an episode in Supergirl where they take all of the kryptonite and get rid of all of it. And yeah. I'm just like, you don't what? get kryptonite and you don't get kryptonite. So now you have all the power and you cannot be checked. So I thought it was a little weird when she was okay with Batwoman keeping the kryptonite because there's an episode in Supergirl where she is like, like deeply hurt that anyone could possibly ever have any kryptonite in their possession and makes like the DEO or whatever it is get rid of all of their kryptonite. I'm like, what if another Kryptonian comes to Earth and is a threat? You don't want to use kryptonite? Then you're yeah. fucked. Yeah, exactly. There's some stuff in Supergirl that drives me crazy. Or when the DEO gets rid of all of their lethal weapons, I'm like, okay, so you're gonna fight these deadly, you're gonna fight these deadly aliens with stun guns. Like I wish Locker making it Chicago. (laughs) (laughs) I wish we would have got to see Batwing too when when she goes to the. I'll show you a Batwing. <laughs> I'm sure you will. The Kingdom Come Batman's universe, <laughs> and you see, you see Fox, and he looks like a drug dealer instead of like a nerd. You know, I didn't like that at all. You didn't like that? No, that, see, that, was, I, that 
smack all sorts of different to me. Let's just say yeah. that. <laughs> I'm, I'm cool with seeing all of the like uh, weird stuff because it's alternate universes. You know what I mean? Like if it was the main universe, maybe I'd be less okay with it. But seeing Batman get killed by a power generator, yeah, it's not my favorite, but it's an alternate Batman. Whatever. Ha- you know, hashtag like, not my Batman. Yeah, but, hashtag not my Batman. But I think for hashtag Kevin, that Batman's mom isn't even named Martha. I think for That's Kevin right. Conroy's first time playing a live action Bruce Wayne, he did fan- fantastic. I agree. And I like the the yes. way that they went darker with it, that he he shows that he's yes. he's gonna do what it takes to get the job done. And he's got the trophies, like he's got Clark's glasses and he's got the, the Riddler cane and the Joker card and Yep. And I love the shout out to the Joker without saying his name with with Kingdom Kong Superman and Ochre with a J. Yep, Ochre with a J. I'm sorry. You know what I liked about that? I liked about what I liked yeah. about that is they actually used the actual Alex Ross painting for the picture. Yeah. Right, straight from the comics. I was like, all right, yeah. You see how how realistic his paintings are? They actually use straight use the painting for the for the photo. <laughs> Chad says Supergirl has a cry room. <laughs> I know your your comments are making me laugh over here. I'm trying hard to keep it. Chad, in, but... Chad's a mess, man. Shout out to Chad. Her kryptonite is her feelings. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> uh. But so wh- where are they? Like I haven't watched the first three episodes. Um, so where are they at compared Wait. to the to the uh, comic didn't. books? You didn't watch them? Fuck no! What is it? A nine point eight though? I'm just kidding. Oh wow! It's it's uh, two couch cushions and a throw pillow. Mm. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, uh, I didn't yeah. distract you. My fault. I was messing with you. What were you saying though? So whereas, like, okay, it's a tw- the comics are twelve. It's twelve issues. So after three episodes, so what are they about at, at uh, issue seven? You can't really compare them because they've already used like the in like antimatter cannon death of Flash bit in the third episode, and that's not till like the end of the yeah. comic series. Oh, so they've so, chopped it up. They've kind of yeah. mixed it I mean, up in their own CW way. Yeah, and what they did is they've kind of actually failed in the CW and they've got to kind of dig their way out now at the end at this next two episodes. So I don't know what they're doing exactly, but they did a lot of nods to the comics. There's a ton of nods to the comic, uh, but it's its own story. So, uh, okay. There are moments in this that feel very Avengers Endgame esque, though. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, I totally do. Yeah. Like just how the, the third episode ends where they, they all get sent to, to like the outer world or you know where the anti-monitor can't go and it's all of the w- the idols or whatever the hell they're called and and yeah. Lex Luthor but like I didn't see that twist coming but um so it has lots of Avengers Endgame feel to it which which isn't a bad thing but yeah but I have to admit, I saw the flash death coming a mile away like People are like, oh, my God, I didn't see that. I was like, how could you not? Like, you knew it was yeah. coming a mile away. The moment I was like, when they see him on the treadmill, and he, I'm just like, that's a flash. And yeah. I was like, that's 90s flash. And yep. granted, they gave him a nice a fitting end. And they, that little clip from the TV show after he perfect. dies was perfect. That was awesome. so cool. But really cool. yeah, I, I just that was one of the ones I saw coming a mile away. Well, and it's nice because I haven't watched all the Flash yet. Sorry, but a big focus of the Flash. Here, here, I'll catch you up on. I'll catch you up on Flash right now. Okay. 
There's a speedster. He's got to fight him. He almost loses. Iris is in danger. And then he figures it out at the end. There. You're all caught up on Flash. I've caught you're, you up on You're right. Flash. That's why I'm so much less interested in it. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. No, I, I have nice. nothing to add to that. That was pretty much perfect. Yeah, that's perfect. That was... <laughs> That's not wrong. That's why Kyle gets paid the big bucks to be here. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, but like the whole season of The Flash has been about like how he's going to die in crisis. So he did, just not that Flash. And that makes perfect sense and kind of ties into the producers. Wink, wink. We told you it was going to happen. I mean, they kind of had to, like you said, they already talked about it. It's in the comics. It was all but spelled out. Um, and you knew John Wesley Ship, who's kind of been in the what the last three crossovers is going to be in it again, um, especially the most epic of them. So I did like that nod. But again, I think it's understated just how well the producers of the shows um, all coming together have done with that nod to nostalgia. Because Matt said it perfectly. That little nod to that original series was like, wow, and expertly done. You know, like just in the midst of it, just a quick, not even a 30 second shot. And then boom, it's like, okay, we got to feel for who that character was. You didn't even have to watch the show to go, oh, wow, this is different. And then. You know, boom. Chad says, "Flash in a flash." <laughs> More like a flash in a pan. No, that was a good one. I'm gonna stop. Flash in a pan. Ooh. Uh, where's the drum when you need it? Right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> he's finding it on the soundboard. No, I'm waiting. No, he's not even trying. That's no, all good. Oh, go. perfect. Nothing like being late. I know. I gotta get my timing down. My timing down. Yeah. Um, do. But I like. I love the. Like I said, the Batman. The. Keaton Batman shout out at the very beginning of the crisis. I love Michael. I love Burt Ward's cameo. I love the fact that they took out shows that aren't even part of the CW network. They took out Titans for God's sakes. Yeah. Like you see Jason Todd and and Hawk standing there as the the antimatter wave comes across them. And it's just like, it was clearly old footage, but it was still cool to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't they have an article that said, Whatever happened in that episode with Teen with Titans has made it so that the show on the DC app is like it's fucked it up. They're gonna find a way to retcon that or bring it back or something. Because right now, yeah, currently that world's destroyed, but there's a Titan season three coming. So what will we do? But I'm sure when they make this universe right again, they'll find a loophole or some way to bring that back. I'm not overly concerned. I got an idea what they should do. They're gonna assemble the seven Dragon Balls. They're going to assemble the seven Dragon Balls and wish all of the Earth destroyed back into existence. <laughs> after that last episode, it. they can keep the Titans world dead. <laughs> so. Oh, after the season two finale? Oh, after the finale, they can keep that world dead. Gosh, dang, that was terrible. I'm hoping it's just like a, oh, you guys, you guys are funny. You tricked us. I think that's <laughs> uh, Actually, yeah, that'd be funny if they do, but like, I hope they thought this out a little bit more than that. You know what I mean? they did it. Yeah, you get you. I mean, you've been surprised by what some people will do when they're in charge of movies. But no, I agree with you. Like, there has to be some contingency plan or something. And did did any of you guys catch the Watchmen? the The Watchmen Easter egg? No. So when they're yeah, going, they had the, was it a big billboard. blue penis? No, it wasn't a big blue <laughs> penis. Yeah, they had a Watchmen billboard when they go to Purgatory. Outside of Lucifer's oh. Club, there's a Watchmen billboard. Or six six six. Yeah, a Watchmen so, billboard. Can I ask this? That yeah, six six six. Actually, that that's perfect for Lucifer's world. Is that what Lucifer's like on the show? Like that brief cameo? Because I haven't seen the show at all. I don't watch the show yeah. either. The show is awesome. I it's don't know much. What it, 
how he was in there, but the the show is totally worth watching. It's on Netflix. Well, I want to. I just haven't haven't had it's, a chance yet. It's kind of a it's kind of a buddy cop story. Yeah, with uh, with the elements of you know Lucifer, but he's like a playboy and real like, yep. cocky and all that. Like, yep. okay. Yeah, so that's how the cameo was. Oh, perfect! That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, he was he was perfect in the cameo. So. Nice. You should totally start watching it, though, for real. I probably will, but uh, like when it was I'm on Fox, too busy I, right now. I, it was one of my. I cannot wait for this show to be on. It was like on Tuesday nights. And it was my look forward to for two seasons. That's a next year thing, man. I, I'm. Going to be in Arizona next week visiting family, and then The Witcher comes out on the 20th, Ooh, and I'm Lance? much more interested in that. Yes, Lance, my hetero life mate, as we like to call him. Uh, but no, mostly... Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm mostly my, in there. I'm just letting you know. Uh, no, that's mine, man. <laughs> Don't you dare. <laughs> I'm mostly going to see family, though. Lance was just here for like a week. Last week he was here, so... Oh, you're I, already tired I, of him? No, but I got to see my Did mom. Did you hear that, Lance? <laughs> I'm here for you, buddy. Lance, um, screw you. I'm tired of you. I don't want to be your friend anymore, except for um, now I really want to be your friend. Hetero life mates forever. How's he going to get his, how's he going to get his Max the Gamer guy tattoo removed from his back? <laughs> he can't remove the tramp stamp. I was going to say his so, Max stamp. Because yeah. of the, his uh, Max right stamp, now. yep. Because of He's the going love, to his crying room now. Yep. Because, because of the love that Lance and I share, uh, I'm actually going to go ahead and lick that off. Oh and god! It'll work. <laughs> <laughs> Michael says Max is getting Kyle's sloppy seconds. <laughs> so Max walks up and goes, "Oh!" <laughs> <laughs> and oh Kyle, I got hair in my all right, now it's gone too far. <laughs> Kyle pops out and waves like he's already been there. He's like, "I'm already here. I'm firmly wedged up here." <laughs> Get out of my home. Uh, you, know, you know what that reminds me of? I still haven't started watching Letter Kenny, but there was a clip you posted, Matt. That reminds me right there. You ever done stuff with the buttholes? Yep. <laughs> uh, it's a great show. But so what are you looking forward to the, the last two episodes of Crisis? I know it's been spoiled on the, the Crisis after show with Kevin Smith that the Arrow, the first half of the Arrow episode is actually the origin story of the, the Monitor and it was written by Marv Wolfman. So it's it's written by one of the, the per- people that created these characters. So are you are you does that make it's you more excited for that episode? The that wrote this story. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, too, yeah. But does that make you more excited for the last two episodes of of Crisis or the only thing that kind of has me on edge is like the one of the last episodes is is Legends and I really don't care. I loved Legends at one point, but I've kind of fallen off of Legends. I've hated them the last few seasons. The show's hey, dumb man. from the get-go. Anything with Rory in it is good for me. I, Heat Wave is like one of my favorites. I watch. Even though he's been reduced to a glorified babysitter now? No, yeah, I hate that, but... Dude, I glorified still... babysitter. He is. He's, Someone has to do it. He's babysitting Superboy. Yeah. It's not like babysitting Lance. And I like that the the wave rider voice in his time frame is is uh, Captain Cold. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. That's so. cool. It, they've been really good on the shoutouts. I'm gonna give Legends a chance. I mean, I know it's really just a big joke and not really fond of spending my time watching that when I could watch that on Comedy Central or something. But at the same time, um, 
it should be interesting. I'm sure they'll put their own little twist and then they'll like quirk on it. And I think it'll be interesting to see how they do that to a show of this kind of magnitude um, with this density that he has. And I mean, for what it's worth, apparently the Legend of Tomorrow are taking their entire season and running it from whatever crisis does into the me. ground. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but I mean, there is that. So that's I a mean, repeat last year. <laughs> for me, as a tie for maybe like a couple extra scenes per actor, I haven't really felt a difference in feel from show to show. It's just one big story to me. Yeah, no, I, mean, I don't think it matters what show mm-hmm. it is. Like when it's when it's that week's show, you're going to see the cast of that show on it more. So I think the final episode of Crisis being Legends, we might see more of the legend. But I think it's still going to feel like a crisis episode. I, I think Arrow's episode's got to be the final because you end it with the show that started it. You know, that's that's how I feel. But you you should end it with the show that starts it all. I am Arrow, yeah. but it is Legends, right? Isn't Legends is the last episode. Isn't I'm it? not sure which the last episode is. I I think it's Legends, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. They're both on the same night. It's whatever comes second. Yeah, uh, it'll probably be Legends. Yeah, I think it is. Legends of suck, but <laughs> um. But yeah, you were asking if that makes me more excited. So as you guys know, I'm less familiar with the comics, but I think that's cool. It's going to be a backstory on the monitor. I mean, we've been seeing him since last year, so we've gotten familiar with the character. The monitor even showed up on the season finale of Arrow last year. Like he's been involved in this universe. So yeah, I'm totally down to get some more backstory on him. I think that's going to be real cool. This should be fun. And you have the legend, the guy who was part one of the architects of the story that really changed comic culture as is um, yeah. depending on one of the episodes. I mean, that's not only a, a great callback and some nostalgia, but the guy really knows what he's talking about because the guy made the story. So I don't think you can go wrong with that. Um, I'm not worried about it at all. I'm actually intrigued to see how it ties in and what they do with Wolfman at the helm. That's a really kind of cool they're able to do that for him. I'm surprised they were able to get that recluse out of his house long enough to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or he just wrote it and he was like emailed it off and then they yeah he's all like here, here you go, crisis <laughs> he had nothing to do with it he's the just crisis. like begin on my house yeah <laughs> the crisis the crisis on Wolfman's front door here, just I'll finish right now after I fuck up uh, Kyle's first uh, black cat so there you go it's the reason it, he's the reason it's like a an eight five. Should be higher grade since he's the one Here, who screwed it up. Let, let me show you this cool panel. Let me fold the book in half so you can see it better. Thanks a lot, Marv. <laughs> hey, Marv, will you sign this book for me? I've already signed books for you. Motherfucker, that was like seven months ago. Kyle, We're you at don't a whole sound, different event. You don't sound bitter at all. No, you sound no. perfectly reasonable. No, I, I remember you. You got to pay. You fucking dick. You're lucky. What I'm saying is, he's excited about the uh, Marv Wolfman's uh, Crisis episode. <laughs> that's that's what I got out of that, anyway. Yeah, I think I'm with you there. Yeah, I know yeah. it. <laughs> but so, I guess, what would you guys rate the first three episodes of Crisis uh, so far? Half um, a couch cushion. Thanks, Kyle. You're welcome. We'll go ahead and start with. Uh, we'll start with Mike. Oh, well, would I rate these? Uh, Couch cruncher style. Couch cruncher style? Oh, is, it, is that the five now? Five cushions, is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Yes. I, okay. Uh, I'd give it I'd give it four tentatively till I see how it ends. I mean, based on the quality of what the three the three episodes we got, 
Uh, I'll give it a four right now. It'll probably go up higher, or we'll see how it ends, how it lands. Max, we'll go. You're up next, bud. All right, four out of five couch cushions. No throw pillows necessary. Uh, not yet, yeah, right? Not yet. Uh, depending on how it ends, I might remove a throw pillow or something. Cause, oh, shit. But no, it's been really good. I've really, really liked it. Kingdom Come Superman was awesome. I literally like was I was gigg- giggling in joy at the Kevin Conroy thing. Like I, I, I did a work trip over the weekend and took Tuesday off and watched um, watched it on Tuesday here. And if my wife would have been in the room with me, she would have been laughing her head off because I was literally sitting on my couch. <laughs> 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 Just like giggling, I loved it. <laughs> for the schoolgirl crush, go for kind it, Corbin. Um, if we're doing by the couch cush- couch cr- cushions, um, I'm gonna get it out five, maybe six. I've really, really enjoyed it. It's exceeding my expectations in terms of how well they've um commanded six the entire... couch cushions. How many? Yeah. Six out of five is pretty good. And how many fucking couches? Have I'm you at seen IKEA. Kyle. I'm, at, I'm, at, I'm at IKEA, Kyle. I'm at Ikea. All right? No. Okay. Whatever. Anyway, big fan. Um, Six out of five, 11 out of 10, whatever you have, it exceeded by one. And that's why I'm for the show. Really enjoy the way they've done it. I've, I've enjoyed it too. Like I I usually watch the, the shows the next day on my DVR, but like Crisis is one that I had to be there to watch as it was going that night. I didn't want to miss a thing. I'm going to give it a 4.5 time traveling Kyle's out of five. Nice. Oh wow. Time Quick traveling What does everyone think about the after show though? I, I loved it. That. I loved it. Really? I haven't yeah, watched it. But I'm a Kevin Smith fan, so I'm fucking biased. I'm kind of in the middle of it because I like it a little bit, but it's not really adding any more new insight to me than before. It's just kind of what if I care <laughs> Wow Kyle. <laughs> In the middle, but anyway. you are spreading that real well. You're getting your full head in there, I'm off. man. Yeah, must be loose. <laughs> anyway, just thought I'd ask, but that's cool. <laughs> I haven't watched the after show, and Kevin Smith's wonderful, but um, he doesn't eat meat, and that makes me very sad. So I can't watch the after show. Oh, I'm just kidding. Fucking I don't care if he eats meat or not. Take your stand. <laughs> vegan pothead. <laughs> considering like after couch crunchers my biggest hobby is barbecue uh yeah i like meat hey only lance's, of lance's meat is pretty good too oh <laughs> my god <laughs> <laughs> i bet it is as little as it may be it's still a good piece of meat <laughs> all, about, all about quality quality not quantity <laughs> hey <laughs> it's not the hammer; it's the nail you're hitting, right? Oh man, you guys are a mess. That's a mess. Was that done intentionally? Because that was funny. <laughs> no, I just think I just think Max just w- was had no clue he was about to confess his homosexual love for Lance right there. Would talk about his meat. I don't think it was intentional <laughs> at all, and completely just was out of the blue. Where is where is Lance? He's not watching you be on here. <laughs> no, no, I guess yeah. not. Look, hey, I'm to- I, I have no problem making jokes like this because I'm very comfortable with my sexuality. I'm not- <laughs> and Lance's meat. <laughs> I was gonna say yeah. Lance's meat. Sure, he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't like these jokes though. I'll make when he was here. I made some jokes to him. He's like, "Shut up, man! You're making me uncomfortable." <laughs> Hashtag Lance's links. No, he, he likes the way Lance marinates in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> hey, little guy. How are you? Mike's over there like, do I need to leave? <laughs> I'm like, oh, you guys, you guys make a private? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hello, lads. Hello. That's why, I, that's why I grizzle geek. They all sit far away from each other because they don't want any misconstrued notions that's about right, what's going yeah. on there. <laughs> <laughs> we I know, I, 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 you stay over on your corner of the table. Kyle, somebody, somebody did point out that I made Doug like, like you know, shirtless and like most of our uh, <laughs> our thumbnails. You do. I thought it was awesome. I thought that <laughs> was, was awesome. The one today was hilarious. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> the Kylo Ren stuff, and he's the shirtless oh, yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. Last week's was pretty funny too, where he's the shirt, where he's the you're the Red Guardian, and he's shirtless, like Black Widow. Yeah, I was like, oh yeah, Doug making Doug Black Widow on that one. <laughs> <laughs> and he was all like, why, why am I the Black Widow? Why am I the, you know, all my shirt off? I was like, well, when you make the thumbnails, you can, you know. You can Photoshop you can make, what you want. <laughs> Photoshop what you want. <laughs> Completely shirt. That's what I would say to Matt, too. Since you Photoshop it, you can do what you want. That's right. <laughs> That's why I made uh, Corbin uh, wearing the bunny suit from A Christmas Story today. I, I want to point out one thing about that is, do, do uh-huh. you know who the first person Matt did that to? It was you. It was Kyle. So nice. it's really just like... It's, it's really all right. Good. There's nothing there's wrong with being second. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing wrong with being second. <laughs> okay. 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 I mean, I, I will say... It was still real close, number one, but just not quite. I'm going to take that with me for first the next three day ring at the Comic-Con because I think the girls will find it kinky. Dude, you should get a tramp stamp of it. You should get it tattooed on your back, man. No, it's just like crazy now. And if you find the right lady, she can lick it off. Oh, see, <laughs> <laughs> you can get a tattoo that says LS. Uh, what does that stand for? Lance Sergeant. What? Well, now it does. <laughs> now it totally does. I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, if it was a joke, it went right over my head. I'm, I'm thinking, what is that? Okay, don't worry about it. <laughs> Never mind. Never message mind. Message me. Message me. It's part of the drinking. It, it's okay. No, it's okay. It's okay. Oh. It's okay, Corbin. It's okay. <laughs> He's <laughs> <Kyle>. <laughs> trying to find out where to pat his head. I'm sorry, guys. It's not been. I'm, I'm behind today. I'm, I'm off beat right now. Uh, well, obviously, you don't pay attention to Lance very much if you don't understand the LS. So it's all right. No, I don't get, I've watched, I don't know how many, I don't, what's the LS? All I can think is Lance Series Sergeant. I don't know, Series Sergeant. I don't know, Lance, what? MLS? What? You guys are right. Say anything, guys, gonna leave me hanging. Come on. <laughs> Everyone is quiet right now. Do you not know his last name? <laughs> oh. Oh, my oh. God. Okay. Initials, this I never forgot that. This is the point. <laughs> Holy oh, shit. I was hoping like the sun was gonna come up in the morning and it was gonna dawn on you. It, it would like, never oh. it would never have hit me. So I'm glad somebody said something because I did not. I'm like, isn't it like pepperoni? I pepperoni. It's spuroni. I like, whenever is. I answer the phone for him, I call him spermoni. Spermoni. Uh, yeah. really Spermoni. It there, Max. I like okay. Hmm. There you go. Spermoni. So, sometimes yeah. they answer the phone and I just say, What's up, sperm? And then we get going. Yeah. I, I am forever calling him sperm now. 
That's your boyfriend said he he's gonna, firm, he's so. gonna get me back. I, to that one. I smell a Photoshop coming. <laughs> Dude, oh, I, oh no! I, that Photoshop is cooking. Oh boy, it's a shirt cooking something fierce. Now, now I just got the picture of like the Simpsons whenever it shows like a Homer's sperm. It's just his little sperms with his heads, and they're all bumping into each other. Now I just oh picture God. Lance's head on every one of them. That's. That is the thumbnail to next week. Oh, that better be in the Couch Crunchers merch store. Right there. <laughs> Considering Lance makes the shirts, I don't know. We'll see. Oh no, I'm gonna make this. It's gonna be. It's gonna be just one of Max turning around, giving a thumbs up, and on his back is gonna be a tramp stamp of a fucking Lance sperm. <laughs> We're all gonna have a different Couch Crunchers shirt in our merch store. Yeah. Anybody who gets that tattoo, I'll pay for it. <laughs> we need to see about getting um, about uh, press on tattoos made of that. Nice, just oh. press on press tattoos. On. Of, uh, I'll put them on our necks, like right yeah. here. Yeah, press on, I do. Well, dude, we have to go to to our pan or whatever panel he's doing at, at Phoenix as SoundCloud rappers and just have them like on our faces and stuff. Oh yeah, <laughs> the sperm tattoo. Yep. <laughs> That's, fucking uh, weird. that's a oh thing. Yeah. That's a thing. I'm, I'm googling where can I get temporary tattoos. There made. you go. <laughs> All right. Well, that's that's it for the uh, the crossover talk. I just wanted to. Oh, oh we're doing a crisis now. Oh, really? Have, have a good night. We're just getting, we're just getting into it here. <laughs> oh no, we're, we've got other things to talk about. But I just wanted to <laughs> to um, relieve Corbin because I know he's got to things to do. So. Corbin, I got more point stuff to do. Yep, he does. No, I, I'm sorry. No. What? What is it? Corbin, you Corbin go to looks tired. You know what? I will. I will message you private. Work related, I guess. I gotta go to work, honey. I have to go to work. Yep. Again. No, right, no honey. The sun's no. getting real low. So. <laughs> Can we scare you away with all the salty talk? Yeah. Corbin's got to go game someone's meat. With that salty talk. I know. He's going to go salty talk. Wow. <laughs> oh. Really, right now? That's what y'all want to do right now to me on my way out. First to pass out at a party, gets it. Okay. All right, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I have no words. No just, words. But just leave. I wish y'all have a good night. I will uh, catch There's no on. way you can exit out of that one. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to catch on the flip side. <laughs> Corbin, good talking to you, man. Take care, y'all. Thanks a lot. All right. See you later, Corbon. Cordon Blue. They were calling him Corbunny in the, in the chat. Like, I like that. I just Corbunny. Corbunny. <laughs> nice. Uh, good old Corbunny, huh? Jesus Christ. There we go. We're back down to four. Now I can see Kyle's face in stunning HD, much larger. Yeah. <laughs> is that is that you wiping Lance off your face? You got, you got a little no, Lance on your face. I let, I let it soak in. <laughs> you moisturize <laughs> with it, right? <laughs> you let it moisturize. Oh, yeah. Uh. And I scrape it off and I put it in a jar. Oh, God. It's my, it's my land collection. Kyle, you're one of the first people in the in the world that has been able to say things that are just like too far, too far. <laughs> it's a gift. Yeah, there you and go. a curse. Um, so moving Depends on, where you're at. <laughs> moving on here. I want to get your guys' thoughts on uh, the Keanu off the many faces of Keanu, or 
uh, yeah, the Keanu office, the internet's calling it, where we're going to get John Wick 4 and The Matrix 4 on the same day. That's not happening. Nerd boner. Nerd boner. One of them's going to move. Yeah, one of them's going to move. No way they do that. It's going to be The Matrix because John Wick's, it's too hot. (laughs) Mike says prison moisturizer. I don't think it's going to happen. And I don't want it to. I don't like when two big movies are released on the same weekend. I only have so much time in my life. I can't go to both in the same weekend usually. So I hope hope one of them moves. Plus there'd be Keanu Overload, really? I mean, well, that doesn't exist. I was going to say, could you have Keanu Overload? (laughs) (laughs) Walk around with tight pants all day. That's right. You have to wear sweatpants to the movies that day. Yeah. Oh, I totally would. Actually, I'd wear uh, a pair of shorts with a hole in it, right in the crotch. Oh, the stripper okay. outfit. The strip club outfit. Yeah, okay. To be fair, if this did happen, I would watch, I'd watch them back to back. Fuck yeah. I would go and I'd watch them back to back. Which one I watch first, I don't know. But I'm a huge Matrix fan. I'm, I'm excited for Matrix I would have 4. to see the Matrix first. You think so? Just because of the gap since the last shitty Matrix movie. Yeah, yeah. This is this is the redeem, and it's been so long. We have our fill of John Wick, and it's it's fresh for us. Yeah, the Matrix well, is not. Let me see. My thought on it was, I probably want to see John Wick second, just in case Matrix Four ends up sucking. John Wick Four is probably going to be good. The first three were great. Why isn't the fourth one going to be great? So, roll. I'm not rolling the dice as much. I'd get to end my night with a good movie. I mean, you can't really screw up him like killing a lot of people. So. That'd be cool if that's what he did in The Matrix, too. He just walked around the entire movie as Neo fucking killing people. They just just took a a chapter out of John Wick, and this, the whole Matrix movie, is just him shooting people. They should just move Bill and Ted and have a Keanu three-way day, and you're going to have Bill and Ted, Matrix, and John Wick. If they did it as Keanu, and then he takes the off, and then he's got a beard, and he's John Wick. Like, it doesn't even stop. It just the movie continues. It's the movie like just continues. Five hours. <laughs> he's just in the yeah. He steps out of the time machine as as right. uh, from the major, uh, you know, as Neo, and then all of a sudden a beard just grows as he's going, yeah. and he flies off into the sky, <laughs> and then he wakes up in a bed with a beard and looks around. Yeah, like whoa. And he looks outside, and he's got a wrecked car, and his dog is dead. Oh. I have an F. That poor dog. Agent. Yeah. And then he goes and jumps out of planes <laughs> to try and catch robbers and point break. Dude, that, no, yeah, that would be awesome. Matrix, I'm badass. John Wick, I'm badass. Now I'm traveling through time in a fucking uh, phone booth. Dope. Why are nine hours now? They should do Bill and Ted. suck. It's nowhere. It's not going to live up to this at all now. Well, now they need to I'm do like, a Bill whatever and Ted I watch 4. is going to be disappointing because I have this in my head now. But oh if they God. did a Bill and Ted Four, it could be a Crisis on Infinite Keanu movies. Oh yeah, I like it. Oh, when Keanu what? World lied. Why are we not studio execs? <laughs> Bill and Ted's excellent adventure through the Matrix with John Wick <laughs> to save John Wick. That's a billion dollar movie right there. <laughs> Oh. No, so it's Bill and Ted's bogus journey through the Matrix to save John Wicks from, ex- from excommunicado. 
It's just all Keanu all the time. So long as there's a, a, a cameo from the woman in the red dress, I think it would be amazing. Every movie. Yes. Every. <laughs> I think we got a solid, solid movie idea here. There you yeah. go. Man. Executive producer Matt. That's a billion dollar movie right there. That is a billion dollar That's movie. That's a trillion dollar Trademark. movie. Yeah, trademark. Kyle a- can write the script. Mike will be the director. Fuck and I'll, I'll bring the snacks. There we go. Dude, Dude, that's an important job. Snacks. You got catering. You're going to be catering. Yeah. I'm catering. Yeah. I'll, yeah. Grill. <laughs> I'll grill up some barbecue. There you go. Catering. Are you going to grill or is Lance going to grill? Lance, Lance doesn't have the skill set. I've got the skill set. Okay. There you go. Because he has a little meat. <laughs> little, little meat. So uh, let's talk real quick about some local news. I know this is going to be kind of out of uh, Max's ballpark since he's not here in Phoenix, but um, well, we, then this is my opportunity. I need to pee anyway. I'll be. Well, there you day. go. Well, you might have opinions on this because you know Lance and all. Too late. Go to the bathroom. But yeah, go relieve I'll hear, yourself. I'll hear the headline. Go relieve yourself. So um, after two years, we're Dude, finally I in- get a Gatorade bottle. There you go. Right under the get desk. a bucket. Wide mouth bottle. <laughs> it's I'm only bringing it up because it's something we talked about on the show and, and kind of made fun of and it hit close to home. So after two years, the uh, the fat Punisher is finally about to be sentenced for bringing guns into Phoenix Comic Con and threatening to kill Jason David Frank, the Green oh, Power yeah, Ranger. I saw this headline. Um, he pleaded he pleaded guilty, and now we're waiting on sentencing. What do you got? Do you got? What do you guys think? What is his sentence? They had the, the judge hasn't wait, ruled it yet. He's waiting he's sentencing. So it's either going to be life in prison or he's going to be sentenced to a, a mental hospital or they could release him. Well, I don't think you should release him. I mean, so it's either it's between life in prison or a mental hospital. Yep. But he 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 pled not he pled guilty and claims that he's sane. So by, he's not going to a mental hospital. My thing with it is, it this happened here. It was a huge event, but I'm kind of almost a little annoyed by how, like, Jason David Frank, if you follow him on social media, he keeps bringing it up and he's like using it to like filter his narrative a little bit. And I understand it happened to him, but it's just, you? well, at, at this point, though, it's been two it's years. Fat. It's kind Flash of annoying. Tries to kill me. You hold what? Right. I hope it's Fat Flash. Fat Flash that tries yeah. to kill you? Yeah. I mean, the fact that he's Fat Punisher kind of, you know, I have a soft spot for, you know, fat superheroes, but at the same time, you know, he brought weapons into the Comic-Con, and now, thanks to him, you know, every sword I got to have, like, you know, taped up and everything like that for, with, like, you know, red tape and everything else. I have to have red caps into my guns now, so I don't know. I think for that, he should be, you know, spend his time in a mental home. I mean, it's really sure. he, Life in prison, definitely for fucking up the way we go into Comic Con. That's true. I have to do body search now to get into Comic Con thanks to this guy. I think yep. you should spend time Fuck in prison. Him. That's right. I'll be dropped in said. prison, and Bubba tosses his talent, and and there, and he ends up with a tramp stamp that says Bubba. I want him to end up with the Lance tramp stamp. Still, I just think that's like the ultimate punishment. Lance that's the sergeant. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Lance, Lance the sergeant, where it's just his head with the, his head with a little sergeant hat with a sperm body. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> oh my goodness. Even, dude. I don't know I, why. No, his I name is not Lance the series sergeant anymore. His name is now Lance the insemination sergeant. 
The insemination sergeant. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's his name now. I cannot oh, man. And you have not seen the Lance sperm with the sergeant hat on. <laughs> God, I wish he was in the chat right now. That'd be that'd be the best. It's such a bummer that he thinks he's gonna be a rock star and he can't hang out with us. <laughs> Mike says, I know he loves Jesus, but learn some better insults. Talking about, <laughs> talking about Jason David Frank. Um Where is Lance tonight? Max? Oh, I, I have no idea. Oh, you know what? He's probably hanging out with his wife. That's her. Gotta keep track of your man, <laughs> right? That's what I was thinking. <laughs> They're probably out on a date watching a movie. Well, they might be seeing Jumanji for all I know. If you lose him to Kyle, it's your fault now at this point. <laughs> it, it, it is, man. I'm, I'm, it, the... <laughs> well, like Kyle said, the meat not the best proportions, so I'm good. <laughs> so you're saying Lance doesn't satisfy, huh? <laughs> exactly. He's an Dear. appetizer, but he doesn't satisfy, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so Max, do you have an opinion on this uh, guy who screwed up the way we go into Comic Con now? I think we, yeah, go I think to jail. Go to jail for, for making us have to have our bags searched. Well, didn't he? Didn't he try to kill Jason David Frank? Yes, he did. I mean, I as well as police officers. Jail, and, yeah, of course he should go to yeah. jail. Yeah. No, well, no, he should not go to jail. He should go to prison. Yeah, prison. Better, yes. I just don't like how cocky he is about it. Like, he's like, I mean, I could have easily dispatched him, so I wasn't really scared for my life, but, you know, it's not cool that he wanted to kill me. I just want to know why he wanted to kill me. Federal <laughs> fuck you in the ass prison. Maybe the fact I that mean, he just... You know, Cockley said, I know you're a martial arts master, but just Cockley said, I didn't fear for my life. You know, right. He had a gun and it didn't scare me. Maybe that's why he wanted to. Like, if I ever see, if I ever see Jason, I'm going to go, I'm going to go, Taskmaster? (laughs) Taskmaster. (laughs) I mean, they keep saying he deserves to go to jail, obviously. I mean, just keep saying he the attempted murder or whatever, but really, he should have. To the convention with weapons, and oh, yeah. hit out in a, hit out in a room until security came and got him. Well, like, yeah. he never even got close to you know. right, and he had full body armor and he had ninja throwing stars and yeah, who doesn't? I just like how the news when the news reported out there, they're like they found, when they searched him, they found body armor, a shotgun, two handguns, and ninja throwing stars. And you're ninja like this dude, stars. this dude just ultimately went to a badass right there the the ninja throwing stars. <laughs> But I agree. He's got to go to. It's got to be prison. I agree, Kyle. It's got to be prison. And federal fuck you in the ass prison. Just the way he he screwed up the convention for everyone. Yes. Even that year where they pretty much banned cosplay weapons, and now they're they've lightened it up a little bit every year. But yeah, you have to stand outside in a hundred degrees while you're waiting to be basically cavity searched to go into this convention. And if you're a big guy, it's like some of us, you sweat, and it's just like, man, you know? Yeah. I'm a fat guy. If I wear my Punisher shirt there, man, it's done. I'm like going to get stepped <laughs> out of line. You're instantly it's getting tackled. Like at that point. Yeah. He's back. He's back. <laughs> That's right. Hell with that uh, guy. Hey, prison. just make sure you have your throwing stars on you so it's a good story. That's true. <laughs> hey, I'm saying if he, if he took out the dude with throwing stars, I mean, he'd be in prison, but, you know. 
kind of legend at that point, really. If you think of <laughs> you, would, you, would, you would be a legend I mean, at that point. <laughs> you I mean, kind of would be. Imagine like, him, like look, it totally days. sucks that he killed Jason David Frank, but he did it with fucking throwing stars. Throwing stars. <laughs> From across the convention hall. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, man. He's whipped him out of his neck beard. Just from uh, a, across the <laughs> <laughs> just across the uh, convention hall, the hall of heroes. You hear "fuck you," and you see a ninja star just coming, <laughs> flying at him. Yeah, <laughs> from out of oh, his neck man. beard. Oh, it's dramatic and it goes slow. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That would be fantastic. <laughs> Just out of his neck beard. That's a great fucking. He's all Dude, that's fast. I had a shotgun, but I left that in the back room. Yeah. You know, ninja stars. Bright in the neck beard. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Oh, my God. And he's. Screwed up having neckbeard, you know, ninja stars for the rest of us for the rest of our lives. So. Fucked it up for the rest of us, fat neckbeard yeah. guys. <laughs> Screw that guy. Michael Fuck says, guy. "All I see is Butters getting hit in the eye with a throwing star from South Park." <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chad said, "Lance out with his wife." I think Max means his side chick. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but that kind of leads me to my next thing is it was announced right before we went live that um, Hasbro, who now owns the right to Power Rangers, is going to reboot a Power Rangers movie. And I know Max said he had some thoughts on this. Didn't they also don't they also own Death Row Records? Uh, I believe so. Yes. So. I, yeah, my thoughts are mostly just that I liked the one they did. Shug Knight Transformers? A few years ago. Tupac Transformer, anyone? So you mentioned the guy that's dead and the guy that's in prison for life. Yep. For, you know, and as supposedly killed the guy that's dead. And and Snoop. You have a Snoop dog that transforms into a dog. It's like Beast Wars. Dude, I can't wait to get his fucking uh, baby lullaby album. Whoa, Snoop Dogs? <laughs> yeah. Is, yeah. That a, is that a real thing? Yeah. Usually anything weird with Snoop Dogg associated ends up being real. Yeah. Baby I, anything to help me go to sleep. I just read Go to Fuck to Sleep by Samuel Jackson. <laughs> the new Alexa voice, you mean? Yep. So you had... So wh- or, go ahead, Kyle. My bad. No, that's what I was going to say. So what, what were your thoughts on a new Power Rangers? I just don't. I wish they wouldn't reboot it. Like you and I me liked, both. I liked you the one Lance. from like what 2016 was it? I think it was 2016. I liked it, or maybe 2017, but it wasn't that long ago. It was good. I enjoyed it. Like Elizabeth Banks was kind of not that great as Rita, but why? Why reboot it when the one you did a few years ago was good? Anything without Amy Jo Johnson is not Power Rangers. So Ooh, I, I agree. <laughs> I agree tenfold. I think she's going to be <laughs> Taskmaster. She's going to be Taskmaster. Everyone's Taskmaster now. I, I'd be down for that. <laughs> she's going to be Taskmaster. <laughs> you want her to be Taskmaster, huh, Kyle? You want yeah. everyone to be Taskmaster. If they're a Power Ranger, they're, they're in the suspect pool. 
as a as a huge Power Rangers fan growing up, I I too liked the the last movie. It was a pleasant surprise. I went into it not looking forward to it, and I left presently surprised. Um, like I, after you go to the bathroom, yeah. And you you found out that you passed that kidney stone that you didn't even know was there. Presently surprised. <laughs> You're like, oh wow, wasn't so bad. Or you look down and you think to yourself, did I just break a world record? You know, pleasantly surprised. Uh, I didn't know there was that much poop in my body. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Anyways. So Power Rangers. Yeah, so Power Rangers. <laughs> um I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. We'll see what happens. If it if it follows more the Mighty Morphin line a little bit closer than the the previous reboot did, I'm cool with that. Um, it's interesting that we're getting a reboot instead of a sequel, but whatever. That's all Hollywood is nowadays is reboots. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I hope it's good. I didn't love their costumes, but you could have redone the costumes for the sequel. You could have. You know, there was uh, whatever. I'll watch it. I'm, a, you know, I, I grew up in the '90s. I'm, I'm a Power Rangers fan, so I'm gonna watch whatever freaking movie they come out with. I just, I'm disappointed. Another, uh, another thing we want to talk about real quick is Flash has finally gotten a release date. The Flash movie. That's not coming out. Um, I don't think so either. I've. What, I don't, six directors now. Yeah. <laughs> three scripts. <laughs> it's uh, I got like the fourth release date. It's got a 2022 release date, but I don't think it's ever coming out. I don't think it's. Ever, think wasn't it originally it. supposed to come out like last year, or was it this year? Uh, I think it was 2020. Yeah. I think that was one of the release dates, but I think there was originally one from like 2019. It was yeah. 2014. I thought but it was coming out in July. Coming out in July of 2022, and there's a yeah. Marvel movie coming out that same month. So I don't think it's going to happen. I just don't see this movie happening. Like, yeah. I don't know. Well, yeah, nine different directors, different writers. And uh, Ezra Miller said, I'll write it myself. And then that kind of fell out. And then there's rumors that he was going to write it with Jeff Johns. And that seems to kind of died out. So it's as long as they write Flashpoint. Yeah, but they gave up on Flashpoint. Flashpoint was back when they were still trying to have a cohesive DCFU universe. And now it's just now that they've kind of gone away with that. It's not going to be Flashpoint, so I don't really they care. They should do it so they can reset. They should. That's their, that's their excuse to reset. That's how you get a new Batman and a new Superman. Yep. And and still keep Wonder Woman and Aquaman. <laughs> They've got their new Batman. But that's a smart, that's a smart move, so it's probably not going to happen. The way Robert Pattinson is going and his inability to put on weight, we're probably not even going to have a Batman movie by that time. So He's going to be on Michael and Robin. The, yeah, the Robin Muscles. They're going to keep pushing it back because he can't put on weight. He'll be Dick Grayson instead. Yep. Or he's going to be like Shazam where he's just got the rubber, mu- the rubber muscle suit. Dude. Yeah, but when, he's, but when he's Bruce Wright, he's going to look all skinny. <laughs> and then he puts on, it's going to be like Michael Keaton. Yeah, it's the rubber muscle suit. <laughs> that would be cool. He puts on the the, uh, <laughs> the, the fucking muscle suit. They go, are those real? <laughs> <laughs> uh I don't care. As long as he sparkles, I don't care. As long as he has to sparkle. In the moonlight. Sparkle. It'd be so cool if his cow sparkled. That and Fat Colin. That, those things happen, I'm in. <laughs> what do you think about them taking away Wonder Woman's sword? Did you read that? Uh, 
Yeah, I did. And um, I, I think, I, I don't know. I was kind of, I was on a fence with Wonder Woman 1984 with everything I heard about it. But then after seeing the trailer, I'm back on board again. So I don't know. I can go without the sword. That's fine. She's got her, you know, she's got the lasso. But she can take a ride lightning with. That's true. But here's the thing. She's in that gold, the, the eagle armor. Yeah, right? she's and in her, the, her, the uh, her um, god damn it. It's not Kane and Cum armor. It's uh, <laughs> Cub. <laughs> Lance. But, Can Cub. But that's the one. <laughs> that's the armor that she uses the sword and shield with. Yeah. So if she's um, ever going to have a sword and shield, that's when she should have had it. Yeah, it is, it is Kingdom come. come. It is Kingdom Come. Her, yeah, she wore it in Kingdom Come. Yeah. yeah. The, the gold eagle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is interesting why they're incorporating that costume from that storyline into this movie, unless it's going to play into it somehow. Well, they incorporated the Kingdom Come yeah. armor in the regular comics afterwards, but it first appeared in the yeah. old Kingdom Come. That but, will be done. Yeah. I was so on the fence you, about that movie completely, but the trailer has kind of been like, "All right, I'll I'll definitely see it." Yeah, you know so, it's going to be a great movie with their their trailer is New Order. I mean, yeah. it's got the, a New Order song in it. You know yeah. the song, the movie's going to fucking rock. Now. <clears throat> I mean, that was just a clincher right there. See, it's interesting you guys say that because um, I've been totally on board for Wonder Woman eighty four. I loved the first one, and I've been super excited. But the trailer came out and I was just kind of meh on it. Like it just what? Yeah. Just was it a lightning? Was it a lightning writing? This is what I think about that. So <laughs> all right, I can speak again. <laughs> muting my mic. I, I don't know what it is. I think it, it, you know it might have been that I watched it on my phone and I was distracted, so I didn't get a full like picture of it. But I don't know. I just um, I didn't dislike it. I think it looks cool. It looked very eighties, and that was kind of exciting. But uh, oh yeah, well, it's not like nineteen eighty four. I would hope it looked very eighties. Well, I knew that like the trailer was shot in such a way that it like felt like an eighties movie. That's what I Fucking mean. Fucking Technicolor. Yeah. Would it looks like good. I want to see it. Ride the lightning. Uh, would you like ride the lightning better if they had Metallica playing in the background? Yeah. The, scene, yeah. the, the lightning riding thing would be a lot better if her freaking protege and Titans hadn't been killed by lightning in such a stupid way. Oh, God. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Uh, I'm sorry. Titans. Spoiler alert. We don't alert. care about spoiler alerts here. If you, if you care about spoiler alerts, get the fuck out. Have you finished Titans yet, Kyle? I seen the last episode. Yeah, oh, that's but I, have, I haven't seen from episode six of the first season all the way to that one. <laughs> so you missed all the good ones, and then <laughs> ended with that one. Yeah. Well, go ahead, Mike. I know. I noticed when I was watching Grizzle Geek tonight that you 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 seem to want to talk about Titans, and we've all watched the last episode of Titans, and I know me and Max have talked about it quite a bit. What's, so go ahead, unleash right. unleash your Titans rage. The whole Titans, that first season, I gave it a shot. I didn't even like, I liked all the other characters besides the Titans, right? Like, I like Dick Grayson. He was fine. But I didn't, I really don't like their versions of some of the other characters. But then they fixed stuff this season, right? They got Raven right, right? I'm actually, you know, Starfire is still like the there. Not quite there, but I'm like, okay. But I like Jason Todd. I like all the other characters around and they had some pretty good episodes, and I wasn't sold on uh, 
the Batman they had there, but he was fine because most of the season he was just in Dick Grayson's head. And they had some really good episodes. And then they went and ruined it with that <laughs> last head. one. <laughs> Do <Yes>. it, Matt. <laughs> Do what? I'm not, I'm not giving it for that stupid joke. <laughs> but yeah, so... I mean, I, I just... I hated the way it ended. <laughs> nice. No, I mean, I thought the first season ended badly, and then, but then I saw the, the finale of this season, and I'm like, oh, that's... They even undid the whole Bruce Wayne episode with that with that last episode. They undid that. They killed off Wonder Girl. They just they wasted Deathstroke after building him up as you know all pretty, season long. He was good all season. It was just like, yeah. And then within the first ten minutes of the episode, that whole season worth of conflict is over. Yeah. And then you get into like this what felt I don't like think a side dead. story. I think hopefully it's not. A, but like you got into like this side story with Cadmus. And made that the finale. Like, right? Yeah. I was expecting the Cadmus stuff to lead into the next season. I did too, but it seemed kind of tacked on for an end of the season finale. It just it was. was uh, I don't know. That was it. Was bad. It was bad. How like, bad one episode, was it? One episode ruined the entire season. Bad. That's how bad. <laughs> yeah, like the the season as a whole without that episode, I probably would have given a four out of five. And then you put yeah. that episode in there, and I'm like, well, crap! Now the season's knocked down at least a full point, maybe more. Like, yep, it was kind of bad. Not kind of. It was really bad. It was really it was bad. Really disappointing. I'm just still hoping that it's not what we think. Like something happens, and it's saw a Beast Boy's head. You still in Cadmus? You dreamt the whole horrible ending. Yep. Yeah. It was so, all a dream. Wakes up in a cold sweat. Speaking yeah, of Bruce like, Wayne, though, you know what's interesting? Crisis and seeing uh, Kevin Conroy made me like the Titans Batman a little bit better. Because as I, I was listening yeah. to Conroy, I was like, wait, the Batman and Titans actually sounds kind of similar. Like, I feel like he's trying to channel Conroy with the way he's speaking. I liked him for this season up until like they undid the, everything with the end. So like Bruce Wayne set by and basically let all this stuff go down, thinking the Titans are going to handle it, and all he did was like jam a phone line. If Bruce Wayne knew all that stuff was going on, he would he sit around and just oh we'll let the kids handle it. No, he would have you know, stepped I'll, in and fucking took control yeah, and figured that exactly. Out. I'm going to jam a cell phone for him there. Now they can't do the auction. There. And I'm out. <laughs> You know, Kyle's so passionate, he just hits everything. He just yeah, knocks yeah, his no. camera over. <laughs> ah. drops, his, yeah. drops his phone jammer and out. So once again, that character was cool up until the very last episode, and then they ruined it. Fucking gets in his oh, yeah. Batmobile and does a, do- a donut. Fuck you, Titans! <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> I'm yeah. out of here! <laughs> this takes off. Yeah. Ugh. I want to move on real quick to another thing that I'm I think is gonna suck. Are we to the meat and potatoes? No, not yet. No, nah, no meat and potatoes this time. Fuck. Another thing I think is gonna suck is Star Wars. Star Wars. Star Wars. That's Star right. Wars. Let's talk about next week. Last uh, Rise of Skywalker comes out. I know. Pass. Yeah, that's where I'm at. And Max, you're excited, right? Very excited. I love me all the Star War. You have love tickets. Me all the wars. Oh yeah. Yeah, I bought them. My my brother and I coordinated, and we were both trying to buy separate tickets at the same time at different theaters to make sure we were covered. Nice. Within 
we had tickets within 10 minutes of them being on sale and the theater was almost That's because nobody out. was buying it. <laughs> no, it was like the fastest selling hour in history. Like, yeah, no, no it's going to make a ton of money. Our selling history is San Diego Comic-Con. Well, for movies, I mean, oh. like it beat it beat Endgame for the fastest first hour of ticket sales. Like, no, nah, man, it's going to make a ton of money. It might suck, but I love Star Wars. I love the universe. I don't care if the last if this new trilogy isn't quite as good as some of the other stuff. I don't really care. I just love Star Wars and I want to see more of it. I so. love Star Wars. Star I mean, Wars. I haven't hated the trilogy. Force Awakens was kind of it was it was okay. I don't like how much they copy and pasted um, you know, A New Hope. The Last Jedi has some really great moments and some absolutely terrible ones. Some dog shit ones. Yes. And so like overall, not a good Star Wars movie near the bottom of my list. So we'll see. I don't know. I like that the Emperor's coming back. I've got theories about it. I don't know. Like um, what? Uh Snoke was always the Emperor. Emperor they, has, kinda, they kinda gave that away in the last uh trailer. They have a trailer yeah. kind of dropped that, but this, Disney's only made one bad Star Wars movie. They made some decent ones to good ones, but The Last Jedi was the only bad one they made, and I'm willing to lay that on the feet of Ryan Johnson and the decisions he made. So I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm I have to see it because it's you know it's it's Star Wars, and I've been a Star Wars fan pretty much my whole life. So. I have to finish out the Skywalker saga. I hope it doesn't suck. I'll be, you know, I'll be there right there crying if it does. But yeah, uh, given the track record, even the even the, like even Solo wasn't a bad movie. It wasn't a movie it was that a we wanted. Fucking really good movie. It was good. It just wasn't. Like it. Yeah, it just it, no one wanted a Solo movie. But did. We didn't need one, but it it worked. It was just the right amount of nostalgia and everything else. Rogue One was a you know was an amazing movie for me, and the first, like I said, the first one was serviceable. It hit all the right, uh, you know, marks for you know getting back, getting us back into Star Wars, basically. After the the prequel trilogy, it, you know, had the right nostalgia, right amount of nostalgia, and yeah, it did cut and paste a lot of stuff, but you know, it's kind of what we needed to get us back into it. Uh, like I said, Last Jedi was the only one I would count as a bad movie, and it was some really awful decisions made there, which is why I'm, I wouldn't say I'm as excited for it as I would have been had Last Jedi not been so bad, you know, but I'm still excited to see it. I'm there. We got our tickets. We're going to review it right after, so. Oh, yeah, so, well, okay, so if, Kyle, you don't seem to care about spoilers then. Not here's what you really. can, here's what you can do. Next Thursday, December 19th. Go on Couch Crunchers and pretend like you saw it without actually seeing it. There you go. <laughs> so there you around, go. Right around 9.30, 9 o'clock-ish, as soon as we get back from the theater, we're going to record a live episode right after we watch the movie and talk about our thoughts. Feel free to jump on to Couch Crunchers YouTube channel and, and hear what we have to say about it. If you don't care about the spoilers. We are going to try to do a spoiler-free section first and then do spoilers <laughs> so that if you do want to like hear about the movie without being spoiled, you can. But um, I, I don't know. I'm excited, man. I, uh, you know what's interesting to me, though? Almost like half of the marketing around The Rise of Skywalker has been people bad-mouthing The Last Jedi. Like, just this week, J.J. Abrams was like, yeah, he made some real bad decisions, uh, Ryan Johnson. I, I didn't agree with a lot of what he did. He basically told the fans that uh, none of this is important and you don't need to care about any of this. And, and then John Boyega earlier this week saying the same thing. He's like, yeah, I thought some of the decisions were iffy yeah and of course you know 
um, why am I forgetting his name? Luke Skywalker. Why am I forgetting the actor? Mark, Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill. Thank you. <laughs> Mark Hamill hey, has been bad mouthing it forever. You give us your nerd Star Wars card. I know, back. man. Yeah. It, you lost I it, know. I, 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 I'm, I'm punching a hole in that okay. motherfucker. I know Mark Hamill. He's gonna no, put a don't. he's gonna put a Lance Cum sticker right over the your, your photo <laughs> of it. Vote. <laughs> the point is, everyone is crapping on the Last Jedi and saying it sucks, and uh, that's funny that it's part of the marketing. Like, yeah, we acknowledge this one's bad, so come see the new one. We're fixing it. That's that's genius. Mine, mine's favorite is Daisy Ridley saying that she wept openly that J.J. Abrams was coming back. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> I forgot about that one. That's right. But then it's also marked in controversy, though, too, because John Boyega's comments are coming back to, to bite him in the ass when he's talking about how, you know, you can't be so weak-minded on social media. And then the the chick, his co-star, left social media because she was catching a bunch of shit from uh, Last Jedi trolls. So yeah, People were being pretty nasty to her. They were pretty On the internet? No. Yeah. I know. Shocking. Shocking. I know, right? That's crazy but, talk. I'm all... Uh, if you're going to be an actor, you kind of need to be, you know, thick-skinned. Uh, especially if you're going to be in a in a genre movie that is always divisive. There's always going to be people, passionate fans that are, you know, if you're in a Star Wars movie, you know... People are gonna not like what you're doing at some point, even if that's you're that's why I have now. somebody in control of my social media, so I don't have to worry about any of that. Well, it's because you're a big you're a big podcasting superstar, so you need someone. <laughs> that's true. You got to have assistance to handle that. Yeah, but dude, Rose sucks. Like the character is awful. I hate that character so much. But people didn't need to treat the actress that way. And I yeah. think part of the reason the character sucks is the actress. Like it's not just the writing. I don't think really? the actor. I don't really like the way she portrays I, the character. I didn't like the character so much, but I uh, but I like Kelly Marie Tran only because what what I liked her is when they were doing press for the for the, the the Last Jedi and watch her out there just like fangirling over like all the other actors and stuff like that. It was like you know it was, it's like if one of us got was in the movie oh, and we're like yeah. at there we're at the premiere going on oh. So I kind of like her as a person. No, I like her as a person. I just didn't like and, uh, her, her I acting. <laughs> <laughs> See, why'd you drive her off social media? Or your handler did anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have them post it right now. Yeah. So kind of sticking on Star Wars, did you guys see what's going on in, in what Burger King's you doing? You stick in, on Star Wars. Yeah, what Burger King's doing over in Germany? No, I just heard about it in the Yeah. Ad. So they're running an ad that's full of Rise of Skywalker spoilers. And so the the thing is is you you go in and you order and they give you the option to get a free Whopper, but you have to order it off the Star Wars menu and the way you order is by reading your order off a spoiler filled board for last for Rise of Skywalker. So Why? you're reading spoilers for the movie to get a free Whopper. You were openly uh, no. trolling and spoiling the movie for everyone that's in a line around you to get Whoppers, a free Whopper. Whoppers, Whoppers are pretty pretty delicious. I don't know. They're not that delicious. They're two bucks, man. <laughs> Pay for the free. They are not, dude. They are not two bucks. That's free burgers true. always taste better than burgers you paid for. I'm not when they're it. laced with spoilers for the most anticipated movie of like my last decade. No. 
I legit, I, I legit unfriended somebody because they ruined the Han Solo death for me. I was pissed, and then I was he like, was "What?" Serious? I was like, "What the heck, man?" And he's like, "Deal with it." And so I was like, "Screw you! I don't want to be your friend because you're gonna ruin something. You're gonna ruin something else for me." You gotta be, you gotta be you're like that. Friend. You gotta be like that guide. You gotta go into that big, just deep, like plot where you befriend the person and become best friends with them and then when the next <laughs> movie comes out you just spoil that for him and then call him an a-hole and walk away well part yeah, of it's the culture thing it was brazilians don't care about spoilers as much and this is one of my friends in brazil mm. and they're just like whatever we don't care I'm like well i care i literally saw a picture of han solo being stabbed through by kylo ren i'm like what i wanted to experience that in the movie my question is why didn't you see that opening night i did this guy posted oh. it the day before. Oh, really? Well, yeah. That guy. <laughs> that guy. I mean, like, I couldn't, I couldn't avoid it at that point. You're better off. I could have avoided it by not being on social media. Well, you, you got. If you're one to avoid spoilers, you got to stay away from social media all this week because that movie comes out this weekend overseas, right? Star Wars right, comes out overseas before oh, good, it comes out here. I can watch it online. Yeah. yeah. Brought me back around. Now it's your fault again, Max. <laughs> well, I, I had a watch friend, online on Couch Crunchers. I had a friend ruin Infinity War too from Brazil. And, oh, um, but, but I, I didn't believe him and it turns out he was kind of right, but not really. I just didn't think he was right. He's like, yeah, everyone dies. That's why I don't have Brazilian friends. <laughs> <laughs> and then I called him out on it. And I, he have, moved it I, I like their waxes, but I don't have any of their friends. I like their that's lines. right. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's the issue, man. I wish Lance would get a Brazilian man and make the experience. Oh so much my better. God. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> Dude, I there's a Groupon for male. <laughs> I can forward to them. I'm good. We should all just go in on a, uh, a gift certificate for him for Christmas. There you go. Yeah, we should yeah, all get in and film him getting waxed. There you go. I'm gonna text him right now. Like so forty year old, more. like forty year old virgin style. Yep. <laughs> I want to want to, I want to know what Mike in the chat's done for a free burger. So, kind of, <laughs> what he's done free. work for a free burger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't do it for a Whopper because I don't know what it is about Burger King's burgers, but they're always soggy. Like they're they always soggy. It's that wet lettuce they put on there. Uh, I think it's a. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. It's like their under bun is always soggy. It's like ugh. Uh. It's like you're you're dipping into a, a full dip sandwich from Portillo's. <laughs> that's that's the sandwich you want, Soggy. Chaz says, "Hey Max, Chewie dies. Han and Leia's son leaves him on a planet before it explodes." <laughs> Le- Max, okay. is, Max has got nothing to say. Uh, I just know he's messing with me. Just the see? rage. You can see the rage. Yeah. Chad spent some time in Brazil, apparently. And Boba <laughs> and Boba Fett escapes the Sarlacc pit. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, oh, that message is awesome. What? The one that Max just said. Oh, I didn't see it. <laughs> I said so. We've got a group chat going on. With, I'll just tell everybody we've got a group chat going on with all of um, the Arizona podcasts right now. <laughs> And I basically just said, Lance, you may or may not want to watch Absolute Geeks crossover episode. You are talked about a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Breaker, breaker, crunchers. Uh, Breaker, breaker, crunchers. Let's get a Brazilian. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
Maybe I'll do that as my opening. Well, your Christmas present. Yeah. Breaker Breaker Crunchers, welcome <laughs> to Lottie Dob Couch Crunchers, where we get Brazilians for free. <laughs> we get Brazilians because we've got a group on. <laughs> where we're going to get temporary sperm tattoos on our face for Phoenix Fan Fusion next year. <laughs> oh my God, we should all have the land sperm tattoos. <laughs> How do you? Uh, why do thing? I know that's going to happen? That's a thing. It's, a, it's because it's a thing. I kind of brought it up on uh, Grizzle Geek tonight when I was in their chat. I want to kind of know what uh, Max feels about it. How do you think uh, Mandalorian is going to affect Rise of Skywalker? I don't think it is at all. You don't think so? No. I, I just don't because like the season won't be over, and I don't. And I mean, maybe there's going to be a stinger at the end of the next episode. In fact, I think they said there is going to be a stinger at the end of the next episode on Wednesday. But. Yeah. I don't think it's going to impact it. I think Marvel has said they're going to be required viewing for their shows, but I don't think that Disney is going to do the same. It's not going to be required viewing, but I think it's done a lot to bring people, get people hyped for Star Wars again. Yeah, like absolutely. It's, yeah, like it's it's even affect like we we talked about on on our show. It was it's even affected the 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 park as where when they opened up Galaxy's Edge this summer, it was kind of like eh. But now the new ride that just opened up in Florida is is getting, you know, rave reviews. Yeah. And both parks are getting a lot more visitation from, even though it's off season. Yeah, and I'm going next think, freaking February. Yeah, they think Mandalorian has a lot to do with that, getting people excited again. Not necessarily for the plot or whatever, because it's not going to have anything tied into it or anything like that. But, but just getting excited about Star Wars again. Yeah. Well, I, I think mean, that is true. Go ahead. I, well, I was saying, I said in their chat tonight that I feel like the Mandalorian could lead backlash towards this movie quite a bit because if if Rise of Skywalker comes out and this movie just sucks ass, if it sucks, yeah, people are gonna look at it and be like, "You've had the pieces in place to give you good Star Wars, like the Mandalorian, and you you chose to continue on with people that are just giving you garbage." I think it's gonna cause a, a lot of backlash towards the movie. In that if case. it sucks, it'll make the backlash worse. I agree. But what that might end up doing is moving Star Wars more to Disney Plus than in movies. Which, maybe that's not a bad thing. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. I would still want to see a good, big-budget Star Wars movie, like, every three to five years. Nice but if Republic. we get... Yeah, uh, oh, definitely. But I, but I think a Knights of the Old Republic TV show could be really good. So like, I'd, I'd be down for that too. So like, I don't, I don't know if I would mind if the movies maybe get less, so long as we're still getting good TV content. Because the Mandalorian has been fantastic. The Rogue One show on hopefully CW. will be. What was that? As if they put it on CW, they can do a crossover event. No, thank you. That's true. That is get, true. Get CW out of my entertainment, man. No. I'm I'm kind of getting off the the Mandalorian bandwagon a little you bit. You better though. get back on it. No, I'm 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 getting off the Mandalorian a little bit though. On okay. it. I, I won't I don't want to spoil anything from the latest episode, but the funniest baby Yoda moment in the series happened in this episode. Oh, I think baby Yoda is the reason I'm I'm being turning away from it though. Like really? baby Yoda is freaking cute, but like it's it's the same like the I feel like the last three episodes have been exactly the same. The plot has been exactly the same, and like Baby Yoda just shows up for that just quick cute like, oh god, people might lose interest. Let's get Baby Yoda on the screen to pull him back. Like his whole thing is to just show up and have like a random disappearing thing, and then, it, you know, that's it. He really you really haven't they really haven't progressed with him at all. 
the overarching story is not moving along like it should. And with only two episodes left, I, I am a little disappointed in the overall story of the season. But mostly, I've been loving The Mandalorian. Each individual episode has been awesome. Yeah, but, I agree. But the overarching story has been, yeah, we don't know anything more about Baby Yoda. This whole season seems to be like a test the waters kind of thing for the... Kind of. I think season two will probably be more, because they greenlit season two pretty quickly and jump back into it. I think season two will kind of like be more of the story progression kind of thing. Yeah. I think this one's more of like a test of water to see if this will work on TV kind of thing. And it did. Yeah. And I hope it's longer too. I hope season two is a bit longer. I agree. Yeah. Not that eight episodes is bad. Like I don't mind an eight episode season, but Titans was what? Like 13? This you know, season like, was 13. Yeah. So if you like season two, that's 12 episodes or something, you know, just a little bit longer of an arc, a little bit more story. Well, I just feel, I just, I, and the one thing that bugged me, like tonight's, today's episode was great. Yeah. I loved Bill Burr in it. No spoilers, but you know, I, I kind of don't like the fact that they draw, they give you that cliffhanger last week and they do nothing to progress that this week. Yeah. So who do you think, think that is? By the way, Boba Fett. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It's not. I'm I, I'm like 100 percent sure it's not. I can't remember the name of the character now, but there's a character played by. Um, Give me your Star Wars card. <laughs> well, it's a brand new character, so you don't need a Star Wars card. I know yeah, he's yeah. a moth, but he's played by the guy from Breaking Bad that owns the chicken place. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Name. I'm pretty it's sure Moff it's Gideon. Him. Is who's playing Moff Gideon? Yeah, that's yeah. the character he's playing. It's, yeah. uh, Espinosa is the name. Of the I knew it was. I knew it was a moth. I couldn't remember the last name of it. But um, that character, if you look at the pictures, has a cape and most likely has spurs. I bet it's that character. I don't think they're going to bring in Boba Fett. Not in the season one, especially. I don't know. They're saying in the in the season finale, he's going to have an unexpected enemy. But they say in a way like the fans should know who this enemy is. They kind of, if it's not Boba Fett, they've kind of set it up. You know pretty well for to be Boba maybe Fett, so. maybe i'm wrong maybe it's boba fett but like we still haven't been introduced to moff gideon so if it's boba, fett, I'm right if it's boba fett i'm done i'm washing my hands and walking away why you don't want that <laughs> i don't want that because then you just undercut your your main star of the show it, it's about this random ass mandalorian so now you bring boba fett in and you just you just outshined your own main character are you doing crunches over there? Are you like trying to become a couch cruncher, Kyle? Yep. All right, that's what it looked like. I was Lean back. Uh, crunch it. Crunch it. I just that's that's my thing is I don't. If it's I'm Boba Fett, I'm I'm, uh, I'm out. I'm not out, but I don't want it to be Boba Fett. I also don't really understand the hype of Boba Fett. I mean, technically, I've got a picture of him right behind me, which I didn't buy, but I do really like that picture. But. Boba Fett. It's, was it an anniversary present from Lance? It actually was a gift from Lance. <laughs> if you don't know, you know watch Boba Fett, it's because you didn't watch Clone Wars. No, I did. I did no. watch Clone Wars, and I kind of find his character to be really whiny. I didn't really find young Boba Fett to be that interesting. I mean, I like Boba idea. Fett. Yeah. I like him. I just... So far, The Mandalorian in this show is better to me. Way better. Boba Fett Way better. Like, the freaking... The fight scenes in this show are so good and this latest episode they were pretty badass man like the mandalorian was freaking awesome in this episode yeah. so i don't know I, if it's boba fett whatever but i'm kind of with you matt i'd rather it not be i just like the fact they had you know tom clancy or, or tom clancy uh clancy 
<laughs> Tom Clancy's from the grave. The Kurgan, huh? Yeah. The Kurgan, the Kurgan is uh, the Dumbledian. Red. Yeah, they had a lot of Red. big actors in this. Fairly big actors. Yeah. I wasn't um I wasn't a big fan of the male Twilight. Um Quinn, I think his name was. Yeah. Um just the look of him, you know. Um I thought the, the female Twilight looked awesome. Yeah. She looked really good. Um, her character was a little different than what I've seen in like some of the cartoons where they show more of that species. Sure, but go, go, go. it was still consistent with like a more untamed version of that species, I guess, you know? I don't know. Yeah. I really liked her. I thought she was really good. The same actress that plays Tonks in the Harry Potter movies. And Osha from uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah, that's right. Who's what's the name of the that that uh, new bounder hunter they introduced in? Um, I want to say Clone Wars. I can't think of his name. Not Holdo. Or oh, Cad Bane. Yes, Cad Bane's awesome. Yes, yes oh, Cad Bane. Bane. Oh yeah. If it was Cad Bane instead of Boba Fett, I would be. Oh, uh, I'd be so on board. I, I'd be like, oh, yeah. I would be so on board for Cad Bane. Awesome. Cad Bane. I could watch a TV show about that guy. Cad Bane. Yeah. Well, you're talking about the one with the big hat, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, Cad Bane. Oh, well, I, yeah, I, I know who Cad Bane is. I wanted to make sure that Matt was thinking yeah, the same yeah, one. I freaking love Cad Bane. He's he's he a better does. bounty hunter than, than Boba Fett, in my opinion. But he gets yeah. a lot of screen time in the Clone Wars. Yes, and like he takes out Jedi all the time, but they do it in a really good way to where like he's legit like fighting a Jedi. You know, he would be a threat for the Mandalorian. Yes, big threat. Yeah, but he'd be pretty old at this point. But he is an alien species, so they could live a long time. Yeah. There you go. Just blew your freaking minds. Kyle agreed. Kyle, Kyle's falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle's over there passing out. Uh, but let's move on to Star Wars, uh, from Star Wars to talk about Ghostbusters. We got our trailer for Ghostbusters Afterlife. What were you guys' initial thoughts on the, the trailer for Ghostbusters Afterlife? I'm so excited. I'm so excited. And I just, I just can't hide it. it. No, 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 no. <laughs> Way different than what I thought. I like oh, how I like they, it. I like how they play it off. Like you're not supposed to know who their grandfather is, and then they completely spoil yeah. it for you in the trailer <laughs> when they yeah. when they when they find his jumpsuits and it's got his name on the jumpsuit. Yeah, but I love the trailer, man. Near the yeah. near the end of the trailer, when you start hearing um, um, Bill Murray's character Bankman saying some of the lines from the original movie. Call it fate, call yeah. it karma. You know, like that gave me chills. I I love the trailer. I love this like Stranger Things ish vibe, small town. I love that they're bringing in all the the originals that are still alive. Of course, I'm stoked for this. Like, I I was over the moon with that trailer. I, I kind of hope it is kind of like a, a Ghostbusters next generation type thing where they come in and they start training, treat uh, you know training the next generation in this family to to do it because i love when when that shows the ecto one and he's driving it and they the gunner seat and then it's squealing and she's shooting the ghost as it comes around the corner yeah yeah the nostalgia overload this is clearly already a better idea than the reboot in 2016 was it's everything the reboot should have been it wasn't so I'm excited for it. Well, I like how yeah. they don't even acknowledge the reboot. Like it's completely washed away. That never happened. Yeah. I, I saw I saw a joke, uh, a meme the other day where it was, um, it had like a, a still from the trailer where they're talking about, yeah, there hasn't been a ghost sighting in 30 years. And then underneath it, it was one of those, am I a joke to you memes? 
with the Ghostbusters from 2016 logo. And everyone's like, yeah, that movie is a joke. Like, no one cares about that movie. It was terrible. I saw the one that was <laughs> taking away the girl Ghostbusters. The what? Thanos had snapped. Oh, yeah. They're, and they're all fading to dust. Yeah. yeah. But Mike Mike says it's going to be Stranger Things the movie. I've, I've heard that a lot. I don't think it's going to be Stranger Things the movie. Stranger Things is a lot darker than Ghostbusters ever would be. I think this is going to be a darker Ghostbusters. I think it's going to have a darker feel to it. That's racist. Maybe. <laughs> That's racist. Oh, Kyle. I don't know. I, th- I think it's going to be lighthearted. Based on the trailer, it's pretty lighthearted. And I don't know. Tell you what, though, man. I miss Bill Murray. He hasn't been in enough lately. Bill Although Murray. I won't spoil. He, he had a good... He had a good role on a movie that came out recently. Oh, man. That's a dog. Yeah, my dog's going nuts. But Bill Murray. (laughs) But Bill Bill Murray. Bill Murray. But Bill Murray. Actually, that reminds me. Are you guys familiar? You're obviously familiar with the original Ghostbusters. Yes, very much. You know in the movie when uh, right at the beginning of the first one, Bankman's pretending to be a psychic with that that girl to get a date? Uh Uh-huh. Yes. Or pretending that she's psychic. And then uh, he's like, hey, you want to do dinner? And then uh, he has her suggest 8 o'clock. And he says, I was just going to say 8 o'clock. <laughs> so the reason I bring this up is that my my siblings and I, since I'm going to be in town next week, we're going to do uh, a sibling night where we get together and play some games. Is, Lance, my, in, is Lance invited? He is not. <laughs> but one of my siblings reached out and said, hey, I need to do it a little bit later, like after 730 my brother then texts me separately with a with that gif and says, "Can you please reply to the group chat saying eight o'clock so that I can send this gif and reply?" <laughs> I just thought it was funny, so I did. I replied back, and then he replied with the gif of, "I was just going to say eight o'clock," That's and then nice. of course he follows it up with, "Max, you're a true phenomenon." <laughs> I like that your brother had to text you sidebar to set up a joke. I know. That's what I thought was so funny about it. And that's totally kind of my personality, too. I would totally do the same thing. All right, let's set this joke up. Let's do this. <laughs> yes, he did text you sidebar and set it up. Uh, that's pretty funny. Um, so the other the only last thing. What, Kyle? What did you say, Kyle? Did you hear my kids singing? No. <laughs> they sing the Frozen 2 songs? No, I think he's singing... There's only one show where a group of middle-aged men get together to talk about Frozen, and that's called Couch Crunchers. Couch Crunchers, Couch baby. Crunchers. Issue 75. Listen to it. <laughs> yes, listen to it. <laughs> subscribe to subscribe to Gizmo Geek for the facts. No, no, no. That's great. Subscribe to Couch Crunchers for Frozen 2 reviews. Frozen 2 reviews, yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah, we talked about it for like 10 minutes, Lance and I just debating the movie. And Matt, until Matt comes in, is like, this is hilarious seeing two grown men talk about Frozen 2. <laughs> yeah. And they can be Let talking about something way more We did. We talked about Ford v. Ferrari after that. Yeah. Much more manly. That? It was really good. Yeah, it was really, really good. I want to see it really bad. For some reason, it just looks so good. It is good. It's really good. Because it's got yeah, we saw Matt Damon. It's got Matt Damon and, and Batman. got Batman in it and Jason Bourne. Yeah, man. It's a good movie. Matt Damon. Uh, the last thing I have to talk about uh, tonight is uh, Shazam 2 getting a release date. Pass. 
2022 Pastor Kyle? No, the first one was good. I, I wouldn't mind. The first one was really good. I wouldn't mind seeing the second one. A yeah, second one. It's coming out, what, four months after Black Adam? That's what surprised me. I thought the Black Adam movie was going to kind of be inadvertently Shazam 2, but it's looking like that's not the case. Well, it's two totally different uh, totally different movies. Like, Black Adam's going to be far more serious, or it should, this Black Adam movie. And then, like, the comedy of Shazam, it's going to be a little hard to... But I think they're going to play into each other, though. I just want to see... I was saying on our show, I want to see the muscled-up rock playing Black Adam next to foam rubber muscles, you know, Shazam... I just want to see them side by side. You wait to the end of the show to put the call in number. Yep. I sure did. Someone better fucking call in. Call I wish him. it was Lance. Yeah, Lance should call in. I'm messaging him right now. No, he's on a date with his, his side bootay. Because Max is here, so he had to go out with a side booty. All right, I won't message him. His side booty is important to him. There you go. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> you message him, Kyle. The asses. Message him, Kyle. It's probably, <laughs> a, it's probably in the <laughs> middle of a movie. Whatever. <laughs> Fucking whatever. Kyle's going to do it. Uh, yeah, because I just have no fucks to give. <laughs> Zero fucks to give. So... Shazam 2, buy or sell? I'm down. Let's do it. I'm not. I didn't like Shazam 1. You know, Matt, I know this is your show and all. Um, you're wrong. <laughs> That's you're all right. Wrong. <laughs> I can be him wrong. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Shazam I'll was fantastic. I'll but it's survive. weird to me that Shazam came out this year. feels like it came out so long ago. Yeah. Was it this I year? Know. I feel like it yeah, was last year. It was April. It was the beginning of April, like two or three weeks before Endgame. I feel like it was last year, but you're probably right. Yeah. So the same about Captain Marvel. It feels like it was last year. It was this year as well. Yeah. I didn't know who's all in this group chat, but... Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Just everybody. Just I don't everybody. know who's in this message group chat. The one you messaged in is... Uh, it's just Cal Trenchers and and, and uh, Absolute Geek. I don't have anybody's phone number in this, so you're good. Sweet. Anybody else got yeah. anything you want to I, talk about that w- covers whatever this week? Anything on your mind? I'm just excited for Witcher. I said it earlier, but I'm just going to throw that out there again. The latest trailer for it dropped like uh, yesterday, I think. Oh my gosh, it looks good, man! If, if you guys Witcher, are fans, Witcher looks good. Looks so good, yeah, so good. So that's that's all I got. I mean, I've got other stuff, but I'll talk about got? that on Couch Crunchers tomorrow. Oh yeah. Ooh, nice, nice promo. I mean, hold on. I'm 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 gonna hold on. I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna I'm gonna. I think I know what Couch Crunchers is gonna be about tomorrow. Hold on, wait. Okay. Mandalorian. Correct. Crisis. Uh, incorrect. Supernatural. Incorrect. Hops. Incorrect. Lance no, I don't want to see it now. Lance isn't there, so... He, Lance isn't on. We are going to no. talk about a lot of video yeah. game stuff. Actually, you know what? I will say this, because this is important for geeks. The Xbox Series X was announced. Oh, God. Yes. 
Yeah. It looks like a tower. It looks like a PC. It tower. does. And at first, my first thought of that is like, what the hell is Microsoft doing? What is this garbage? I think they're linking the PC closer to the consoles. Yeah, I love it now. The more I look at it, the more I like it. But at first, it's, I reverse, it was it's backwards compatible. Yeah, yeah, that's exciting too. I'm all the, the controllers, everything. Yeah. I'm almost yeah, yeah. wondering if this is going to be the their last console and they're just going to start making parts and making it upgradable. I would be totally down to them making it upgradable. I bet you they, yeah. they they may or may not, but I'd be totally down with it. I That'd love awesome. the they make too much money putting out consoles to let you have it like a computer and upgrade and build it. See, the thing is they don't make money on the console. They make money on the games. So if they don't have to release a new console and they make you pay 150 bucks for a part that costs them 100 bucks to make, now they're actually making profit. Yeah, because they're selling these consoles for dirt cheap compared they, to this. They, they sell them for a loss. Yeah. yeah. Until a few years in, and then they start to make money because they've got the manufacturing prices down. But at first, like you look at like the Xbox when it came out for 500 bucks. I don't know the exact number, but I wouldn't be surprised if it cost them more like seven or 800 to make one. But they make hand over fist on the games. Yeah. That's you how really think they take a loss in the console? Yeah, I do. Software's where it's at. That's why PCs are so expensive. You get a PC that run, a gaming PC that runs just as efficiently as like an Xbox One X, for instance, is going to cost you like twelve hundred bucks. But you can get an Xbox One X for five hundred bucks. Twelve hundred might be a little high, but like to get a graphics card that's going to actually play a game in four K is going to cost you a pretty penny. Yeah, a couple hundred bucks, four or five hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and you can get the console for that. That's why I was doing PC gaming for a while. That's why I switched back to, to oh, here Xbox. You, here, Kyle, let me help you out. <laughs> I just saw your message. Let me help you out. He's not going to call in. No, he's not. His meat's too small. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I'm excited for the Series X. The, I have concerns. Like Max naming has barbecued it. it. <laughs> Naming it an X at the end, I think is going to confuse people. You're going to have Grandma, you know, JoJo going to buy her grandson a console next year, and she's going to say, yeah, they wanted the, the new the Xbox, and they're going to see an Xbox One X and buy that instead of the Series X. Yeah. You know, like, that's my concern is their son's going to say, yeah, or their grandson's going to say, I want the Xbox Series X. They should X. just kept it Project Scarlet. Project Scarlet was such a nice name. Like, when they had the, the Xbox One X came out, they have the Project Scorpio. I have the Project Scorpio edition. Like, they yeah. should just kept it Project Scarlet instead of Project X. Yeah, I don't know. I don't mind the name, but I think it's going to be confusing to people that aren't hardcore. Or how about the Xbox 1080 or 720 or, you know, <laughs> go back. I don't know. I don't Maybe know. I don't see what's wrong with that. Xbox 4. Yeah. PlayStation has it right in that regard. I love the memes about it though, where it's got the the a new Xbox underneath a, like a circular glass piece with the PlayStation Five on top of it, making it look like a table, or <laughs> some, someone's put it in like a, a kitchen next to the stove, so it looks like a refrigerator. Yeah, nice. uh, it's I don't know it. I, it's unique looking. Yeah. But at this point, everything's cross-play, so you might as well just go to at that. You might as well just make the jump to PC, and you can play with I everyone mean, on Xbox, anyways. 
It looks like it's going to look kind of like this. Yeah. Like a little bigger probably, but you know, it, it kind of looks like my speaker. Looks like someone took a Kleenex box and stood it up on its side. Yeah, it, it does actually. I, I mean, I think it looks cool. It looks like a, it looks like a small tower. It does. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Kyle's gonna buy one day one. He says, "What? I'm buying one day one. <laughs> Heck yeah!" Kyle says he's like, already trying to pre-order it. If I can take a few days off work when it comes out, I will. That's my jam, though. Final Fantasy VII remake comes out next March, March, and I've got two days off for it. Nice. So stoked for that, man. So stoked. There you go. But, Kyle, you got anything else you want to talk about tonight? No, just kind of trying to stall for Lance. Uh, <laughs> he's, not, well, he's not coming. The I first know. episode of Absolute Geek I ever listened to, you guys talked about something really interesting. You could elaborate on the importance of Batman's root. Oh, no. That was a good episode. <laughs> that was my first episode, and I was like, what the heck is this show? <laughs> <laughs> Sheer awesomeness is what it is. <laughs> Kyle, uh, Kyle's leaving now. You've offended him. Oh well, <laughs> it's gonna take more than that, fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> you have offended Kyle. Batman's root. Uh, Lance isn't calling it, dude. He's not. Gonna no, I know he's not. Don't hold your breath for that. Was that was that an episode this year or was that last year? I think that was last year because I, I heard about you guys near October of last year when we did all the crossovers. Oh, okay, and that's when. Uh, that's yeah, it was last like, year. But yeah. Was that that long ago? Yeah, it was last October. Batman's Root. Yeah, I mean, the episode might have been in September. Because I know, like, we were collaborating before we did, like, the October, you know, Arizona, you know, AZ Nerdcast mm-hmm. month, you know. But I don't think we went on one podcast. Oh, we only went on your guys' podcast. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. Lance Nobody and Jay else. were on, like, everybody's. Nobody wanted us on their show. I think we're too. Well, we're an acquired taste. Grizzled geek Mike's over here, like, um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We had Mike on oh. ours. That was good. That was a good yeah. show. Except for, and I'm going to throw Cameron under the bus here because it made me laugh at the time. I asked Mike early on in the show. I was doing the interview, asking him how long he has been doing this, and Mike replied, and I think at the time it was like four years. And then uh, as I was done with my questions, I said, "Hey, Cameron, do you have any questions for Mike?" And he's like, uh, yeah, how long have you guys been doing this? Oh, yeah, he did. <laughs> and I was like, dude, <laughs> I just asked him that. And he answered. <laughs> I should have made up a different time just to throw him off. There you yeah, go. 19 years. Yeah, oh, I've been doing it since uh, first of the internet. First of the internet. <laughs> was I had a YouTube time. channel back in 1987 before YouTube existed. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing podcasts back when Nixon was president. Yeah. <laughs> there wasn't any film. It was all just words, but, you know, it was all text. <laughs> there are these things called books. <laughs> I used to do my uh, tape recorders. I used to type them out and mail them out to people. Yeah. <laughs> Record them on tape recorders and just send, them, just send them out to random addresses. That's right. That's your first podcast right there. Cassette oh. cast. Cassette cast. <laughs> when you're making a tape. Yep. 
Oh, those are the days, man. Remember when a song would come on the radio and you'd throw your cassette tape in the recorder, hit record, right. and you're like, yes, now I've got the song. And you're trying not to get the DJ's voice on it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they always talk over the intro, and you're like, shut up and get up. I just want to hear the song. Uh, those are the days. Yeah, man, that was a good time. Kyle's Mega Mix. Kyle's Slow Jams. 1993. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, right. That's how you got your how you got girls back then. You sent her a mixtape. Right. So they're choosing the same crappy music you're into. Then you know, I look li- oh, good that man. Mix this, CDs, yeah. yeah. this mixtape says about you what I can't put into words. Voice man at REM. <laughs> oh, you right. can't you can't forget Bone Thugs. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Throw me your boombox. <sighs> Say anything. Yep. <laughs> Talking about the band saying anything? I like that band. <laughs> Hold on. Uh oh. Okay. <laughs> what? Did you mute him again? Yes. Rude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, rude. Uh. rude. <laughs> Uh, and with that, I got to go. Talk to you guys later. I'm out. <laughs> uh, anything else you guys want to talk about tonight uh, before we sign off? Nope. Since nobody called in. Nobody called in. Womp, womp, womp. Fucking pansies. Fucking pansies. What's that uh, number, Kyle? 623-396-6143. What's next week, Kyle? Call, call, call. But um, so we get our Christmas special. That's right. Next week, thank you for that segue, Kyle. We are um, (laughs) we are doing our annual Absolute Geek Holiday special. Uh, So, guys, make sure to call that number. Give me the number again, Kyle. Six two three nine three nine six sixty one forty three. Try it again, Kyle. Six two three. 396-6143. There you go. Make sure to call that number and leave us a voicemail letting us know what your favorite episode or favorite moment from this past year of the Absolute Geek is. We will play it live on the show along with the clip that you're... Is when we say goodnight. Yeah. <laughs> or if you're lonely in the middle of the night, call the number. Yeah. Or if you're lonely in the middle of the night, call the number. Oh, my God. Yes, please. <laughs> Everybody crank call that number. <laughs> um, we're going to play it on the air. We're going to take your calls live next week while we're doing the uh, the holiday special. But the holiday special is usually an episode I look forward to. It's one of the, our, I think, our, our funnest episodes. Just listening back to what your guys' favorite moment of the year was. So, again, call that number. Uh, we've posted on our Facebook. Kyle said it a couple times. If you're watching the the stream right now it's up if you're gonna leave a voicemail get those voicemails in by 3 p.m on the 20th so that way we have time to pull the clips and get them ready for the show you have to um, read the google translate of them yes that's always fun too yeah the google translate is fantastic with us um <laughs> but yeah if you guys if this is your first time hanging out with us tonight on youtube we want to thank you for joining us. Make sure to hit that like and subscribe button. If you're listening to this on Monday on any of your podcasting platforms, please make sure to leave us a review and subscribe. It definitely helps us out in the YouTube standings. Um, I want to thank Mike from Grizzle Geek and Max from Couch Crunchers for joining us tonight on the um, Crisis on Infinite podcast crossover where we uh, kind of dove in a little bit into the, the Crisis on Infinite Earth crossover and had a good time with it. Um, I think we... 
we had some interesting revelations in tonight's episode between Max and Lance's relationship and you know tattoos that may or may not be on someone's body. We are definitely oh, clipping. They will be on yeah. <laughs> photoshops that are to come. And um, all other kinds of greatness. So for this week's episode of the Absolute Geek Podcast, I'm Matt. I'm Kyle. I'm Max. I'm Mike. Hey, oh, look at that oh. at the same time. <laughs> uh, said, guys, make sure to subscribe to Grizzle Geek. They go on Fridays now before us um, yep. from 6 to 7. And then you can jump over to us at 7.30 and, you know, we'll uh, you can go... You and know. then every other Saturday, you can catch uh, Max. Well, every yeah, Saturday now, right? Every Saturday now, yep. Ooh. Wow. Nice. Every Welcome Saturday, the weekly club. I know. I know, right? Yeah. We're, we're still transitioning, as you guys joked earlier. That's, uh, Matt's coming on with, with just myself next week. but uh, we Still are transitioning. Well, well that, not next week, tomorrow. tomorrow. So, yeah, yeah, you guys can catch me tomorrow night on uh, Couch Crunchers. Maybe I can con- convince Kyle to join me, too. You're welcome to, Kyle. That'd be fun. Love to have you. <laughs> All right, there's Kyle's answer. But um, thanks, everyone, for hanging out in the chat, and we'll see you guys next week for the holiday special. Peace. Keep it bagged and boarded. <laughs> That's my Go line on. now. I've I've adopted that. Oh, did you for the yeah. comedy show? Peace. <laughs>